Recording live from Studio Chanteau, outside of Detroit, Michigan, you're listening to Scotty Freytown and Tyler Dean, The Outside Blitz! And welcome everybody to The Outside Blitz, I am your host, the fabulous one, Scotty Freytown and... The prodigal son returns. I am back. Uh, <laughs> I am back. I'm here to save the show again. Uh, yeah, right. No, but it is. It, I did miss our colorful banter. Well, you, you're talking to yourself there. Probably I just boring as hell. Well, yeah. I'm afraid to listen to the shows. Oh, what a dick. What a dick. No, it's, it, it, I missed our colorful banter back and forth. See, it's easier to ping pong. It's easier to ping pong. Otherwise, I just am kind of talking to myself. You are right, and, but it, it's a lot more, you know, entertaining for us to go back and forth and talk all kinds of crap. That's just how it goes, don't you know? I have no idea. <sighs> goes on his vacation and then he just comes back. Well, no, don't don't throw into us completely. Um, the, the first one was a scheduling conflict on your end. Because you had you had you had to work and whatnot, and then we couldn't record. He goes on it's his vacation. Then, no. <laughs> He's on vacation. It's a work trip. Vacation. I'm drinking beer, but I'm working. I'm drinking beer on a golf course, though. That was not that day. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, folks, welcome back to the Outside Blitz. Uh, Tyler, I'm glad you're back. Uh, you just mark that day on the calendar. You know, Scott said he's glad I'm around. And. Uh, <laughs> And uh, we're hey, he talks about about how much he's glad I'm back. You should see our uh, our Facebook group for our Madden page. Oh, he acts like geez. the biggest asshole in the world. I am. I'm a jerk on there, but I gotta be. It's it's just it's makes it that much more entertaining. It really does. You turn yourself into the villain. I am. It's fantastic. <laughs> People get so mad. They at the me. point where because because I've won the most bowls, but um. But with the way that you're the you're the villain there, I was like, I, I'd so just rather Tyler win. Yeah, they just don't want me to win. <laughs> Nobody wants me to win at this point. It's I, fantastic. It could, be, it could be me, 10 bulls, and you've won zero. I'm like, yeah, I'd still rather Tyler just win. <laughs> That's basically the level it's on. So, Tyler, we've got uh, week three just wrapped up on Monday, and uh, we've got some fun stuff going on. Um, uh, uh, interesting week, to say the least. Your boys kept up with the Chiefs pretty well. In a way, in a way, yeah. I mean, come on, they they did. They had all to play right. come. They had to play catch up. Yeah, a little bit, but they they came close, which was interesting, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, we got some scores around the league, and um, I've got some awesome stuff. Uh, we're we're gonna have uh, a little clip here from uh, our boy Alex Steele. He's gonna be getting uh, kind of a little his little segment here, uh, getting plugged into the show moving forward. Aren't you excited, Tyler? I, I was not informed of this. Well, you're not informed, but don't worry. He's going to have just a little segment. It's going to be fine uh, over there in Steele's Corner. So uh, he'll, he'll have his little segment today, and uh, we're going to get that. But first of all, Tyler, let's jump right in. Week three of our NFL week. You excited? Always. Ah, and here we go. Here are your scores for week three. Uh, first and foremost, you got the Jags and the Titans. The Jags. Come up with the win, 20-7 to over the Titans. Kind of a surprising win. I was impressed with it. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I picked the Titans. I, I, I didn't think uh, 
Minshew is going to keep it going, but he's on a little bit of a roll right now. Minshew Mania is running wild, but you know what else is running wild? And I'm going to, I just, I have to talk about this because nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, and they're they're three and zero right now, going up twenty one seventeen over the. Now, Bills. while I did have the Miami Dolphins be the worst team in the division and yes. the league. Um, that was a prediction I made, which mm-hmm. we, 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 it's not a bold prediction. So no, we just knew it. Um, the, the Bills I did have as the second worst in the division. I thought the Jets would turn it on. I mean, they haven't had Darnold, so that's one thing. But the Bills have turned it on. Um, Josh Allen hasn't been putting up crazy numbers, but they're getting by. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the one to put the put the uh, t- turn the wrench here on the Bills. They haven't played anybody. The Debbie Downer. They played the Bengals, <laughs> the other the, who are zero and three. They played the Giants, and then they played who? The, the Jets without yeah. Darnold. They, they haven't been playing. They come anybody. on now. But it's exciting to see the Buffalo Bills sitting now, at three and zero after. Three yes, weeks. but they have a challenge this week. Now, mm-hmm. no one's starting to win. Yeah. But if they can keep pace a little bit, I'll I'll, I'll stop being a Debbie Downer. Yeah, you, you got to keep pace. With but if they lose by thirty points, I'm going to say ha. Yeah, oh, gotcha. there you are. <laughs> gotcha. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, thirty-one to six over the Dolphins, expected. But after the first quarter, they were still weirdly close for some reason because it was like a weird slow start for Dallas. Offensively, Dallas did not look like Dallas. No, it was weird. Offensively, um, if you look at their numbers, their numbers were low compared to yeah. like other weeks. And uh, congratulations to the Dolphins. This um. 31 points is the lowest you've allowed all season. Good job. And and congratulations to the Dolphins as well, because six points is the most they've scored all season. Incorrect. They put up 10 against Ravens. Did they put up 10? Well, most I thought they got shut they, out. They, got, they, they, put up, they put up three, oh. and they scored a touchdown after Ravens pulled everybody. Oh, okay. So I can't even <laughs> count it. I can't even count that. It still counts. Oh, God. That's a waste. Uh, Packers, Broncos... Kind of expected 27-16. Yeah, the Packers, Packers are doing really well. And I know we both did pretty bad, but Packers are, are on right now. They're kind of scary a little bit. I think there's a very common misconception right now when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. Um, the Packers have been getting a little more lucky than a lot of people think or a lot of people realize. The Packers' defense has really honestly not been that good. Um, they've been getting away with certain things that have occurred, stupid mistakes. They played a really bad offense in the Broncos. Uh, Joe Flacco has not lived up to the expectations in Denver. No, it's, it's like I always say, I mean, a guy going to a new team, it takes a, it takes a while to kind of get things going. And yeah. to, 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 Joe's, to Joe's defense here a little bit, I mean, he's kind of got a worse offense here than he had in Baltimore. Right. You have an aging Aging, aging. Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders is, is, yeah. is, is your clear and by far number one, number two, number three, and number four receiver. Well, you, that. You've got the underperforming Cortland Sutton over there as well, yeah. who, who has not come alive like everybody and, expected him to. And Philip Lindsay finally came alive, but he is coming off a season-ending injury, so it was always going to take a little time to kind of to kind of warm up. Right. The, the Packers, to me, I think I think the misconception is their defense is great. They, they got to deal with Kirk Wild Throw Cousins. They got to deal with the underperforming Mitchell Trubisky. They got to deal with the underperforming Broncos offense. I'm not sold on the Packers. I'm not going to be sold until they take on somebody legit and shut them down. And they haven't done that yet. I'm tired of the media running around saying their defense is I consider is legit. Vikings to be, be legit one of the best teams in the league, so I think Packers come and shut them down rightfully so. To me, that was the one that kind of had me saying, well, maybe this Packers team is different. Well, and, and to me it didn't because they, they – Kirk Cousins performed badly against the Falcons. Kirk Cousins performed badly this week uh, against the Raiders. 
He was a game manager. He didn't put up more than 200 yards. He still has yet to put up 200 yards. Well, he put up more than 200 on the season against the Packers, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Um, he, he put up junky numbers, 98 yards against Atlanta. I mean, they got away with one there to me. And they, the Packers also got shut down by the Vikings' defense for three quarters. So, I mean, after that first quarter, they had nothing. So, beyond that, I'm not buying the Packers yet. We'll wait till they take on somebody legit. Uh, this week, they're taking on Philadelphia. Still another team that's struggling on Thursday night. So, I'm still not buying them right now. Um, next up, we got the Colts going up on the Falcons. They beat the Falcons 27-24. Colts advanced to 2-1. Falcons to 1-2. Jacoby Brissett. Looked darn good in this game. He did. He looked really good. This is probably the best game that I've, I've seen Jacoby Brissett play as a Colt. He's realistically been good all season. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's kind of surprising so far. And, uh, and Houston's not playing quite like Houston right now, so this could be an interesting division. It could be the Colts taking the division. On the flip side, you got Atlanta, who honestly, uh, the offense hasn't been... It's been weird. I mean, the offense hasn't been bad per se, but the defense can't seem to stop a running nose. Right. And then on top of it, you just had the injury to Keanu Neal this past week. Mm-hmm. Keanu Neal has the Achilles injury, so he's out. Um, that's an interesting little animal. We'll be talking about that and that ridiculousness because that whole debacle with the referees on that play was obnoxious. Um, then we got the Chiefs and the Ravens. 33-28 Chiefs over the Ravens. Um, close game. Close game. I mean, your boys played catch up. Started, the started off pretty rough, but um, um, it was twenty three to six at halftime, and then right, um, and the Ra- so the Ravens held them to ten points in the second half, because and uh, they put up a bunch of points. Obviously, um, they kind of turned it on and kind of um looked like their uh, the defense looked looked like their former selves um going there before this week um right. in the second half they kind of turned it on, so I think they kind of cooled down a little bit. And, Lamar, Lamar's. I mean, I haven't made it last two weeks, and I know you probably talked about it a little bit. Yeah, um, he's, he's he's progressed. We we bullshit him, and I have too. And uh, but but I did stand by one thing. He said Lamar has to progress as a passer. He's going to succeed. If he can't progress, he's going to fail. Right. But he's progressed. He's progressed. He's he's, he's being, yeah. He's played bad teams up to this point. This week, um, five point loss to the Chiefs, but he's. He's accurate. Yep. No, the balls no, are getting when they need to get. You, you and I have talked. We, we were talking to him before we went on the air. We we did see some of those um, throw up and pray type of moments from him. Mm-hmm. There are um, a couple. We we saw a Brett Favre pass across the field. You know, across the body, across the field. And, and, that. and Mahomes made one of those himself. Yep. That that can't. This is in this league. You don't do that. That's you, a that's a hard. You get away there once in a while. And most of the time you're gonna you're gonna pay for it. Right. Um. I I like to chalk it up as. Young players making young mistakes. Yep, it's possible. There's a learning curve, but um, I I would hope that uh, Harbaugh gave him a little slap in the wrist, saying, "Don't do that." Yeah, uh, the Ravens did look good in, in that game. I can't even I can't even be mad at them. Defense shut them down, shut the Chiefs down, Chiefs down in the second half, ten points. Not an easy feat. Chiefs still up, uh, still put up more than 25 points in 24 straight games, which is an NFL record. Um, it's hard to do. High-powered offense, especially one without Tyree Kill, they're still getting it done. Uh, Sammy Watkins still putting up good numbers. I mean, Mahomes is just a beast. He's the next big thing in this league right now. Well, one thing I didn't like, and you know, Mahomes is a little more to back it up on, but I wouldn't. But I wouldn't say he has, he has enough to back it on to take this. I, I hate when the NFL I mean, kind of forces things into their commentaries ears to say. <clears throat> yeah. 
Um, you, you can tell when it happens. Yeah, every and they're, now they're, and then. They're sitting there like, all right, and they're the game, like, all right, this could be the potential um, future Brady versus Manning. Like, shut up, no, please. No, Like, no. Mahomes has more to hang his hat on, obviously. Right. But even Mahomes is at the point where I'm going to say um, that he's looking at, he's the, the next generation of uh, Brady versus Manning. And he's well in his damn way. To me, Mahomes, he, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear and obvious that we are going to see a, a Patrick Mahomes-led Super Bowl team at some juncture mm-hmm. in time here. Um, the, the question becomes when. Uh, but, it, I mean, to me, the Ravens, the, I don't know if, if Lamar and Mahomes are going to be that Brady-Manning matchup, but I know that Mahomes is going to be, um, he is the next face of this league. At this point. And, and we're actually getting close for me to honestly say that um, I know last year we said by far um, uh, uh, shoot, what's his name? Mayfield was the was the best quarterback out of the class, but it's starting to look like that that Lamar may possibly be that 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 guy. Yeah, Mayfield has not has not performed up to snuff either. So I mean, we gotta we gotta wait and see now, and we'll talk about him in a minute, but. Next up, we got Vikings over Raiders, 34-14. Vikings showing off that running game again. Uh, Kirk Cousins, good game managing, 174 yards, no touchdown. Or I'm sorry, one touchdown. He did uh, not throw an interception in the game. Um, that zone run offense, the Vikings right now have arguably the most effective running offense in the league. Dalvin Cook has another huge game, third game of over 100 yards. I mean, right. I hate, I hate to put a put a put a put a knife in your back here, but. Um, one of because right now Ravens are got a nice threshold lock on on best rushing offense right because they right it's mostly because you obviously you have the rushing quarterback yeah you have you have uh, Ingram but you also have two also liable running backs in the rookie Hill yeah. and Gus the Bus no but right now but this but this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna give your boy credit um they have one of the best rushing attacks being the sole guy. Well, and I don't even want to say it was a sole guy because, uh, you know, <clears throat> the Vikings went out and they put up 172 yards, I think, on the ground. Um, and and Dalvin Cook put up 110 yards and he got a touchdown. Alexander Madison also got 52 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, they... they really, 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 really the first time that someone besides Cook has, has made a big impact in the rush game. Madison, uh, in, in week one, he put up 48. It wasn't anything... I mean, it, obviously, it's not anything to write home about, but when you're hitting that 50-yard threshold as a number two running back... Oh, that, that's really good as a, bat, as, on, as, as a number two guy. Unlimited carries. Unlimited carries on top of it. And that's that's the interesting thing. He got in the end zone his first uh, regular season touchdown. Adam Thielen kind of came alive a little bit. He had a, he had a beautiful... Um, uh, first touchdown on, on a wide open pass play. He got wide open in the first quarter, uh, first drive, and then uh, he also they they did a little fake out and they handed him the football as a running back. He got in the end zone on a rushing touchdown as well. On the flip side, uh, the Raiders, you know, they they weren't anything incredible, but one guy I want to talk about because I thought he was just he was shredding the Vikings was was Darren Waller. Darren Waller came out and put up 137 yards. And, and he, I mean, he was catching passes all over the field. Nobody could stop that guy. He's huge. He's tall. He was going. I mean, that's a number one receiver if I ever saw one. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and uh, I mean, to put up that amount of yards against a, a very good Vikings defense, impressive. Impressive. He's got a lot of size to him, and I think he's going to be a really effective receiver in this league if the Raiders use him properly. A guy that actually regressed this week was Tyrell Williams, who, who was just non-existent. I think he had 12 yards, maybe. Um, nothing to write home about. So the Raiders, I mean, they're, they're looking at the very middle-of-the-road team. 
I think right now you're see, you're seeing them sit at like you know seven and nine, eight and eight maybe. You know, but they're gonna, they're going to play a nice playoff spoiler for someone. Somebody, yeah. But they, they're they're a very middle of the road team. Derek Carr, he, he's doing what he can. You know, but uh, they they still need a few more pieces to actually put it all together. So I mean, we'll see over time. Now. The Patriots go and they beat the Jets 30-14. to uh, This was expected. You saw Sam Darnold out. Probably one of the most abysmal quarterback performances I've seen out of a Jets quarterback was Luke Falk over, the, over this week. Um, just a horrible, horrible game. Um, we expected the Patriots to come out of this one. Tom Brady passes Drew Brees, 522 for most pa- second most passing touchdowns in NFL history. I, I don't like this one because they're, they're both so close right now. Yep. And just saying, Brees has done it for us yeah. Um, um, I, I like something. I quote my brother said. Mm-hmm. He goes, "It's the NFL. They, they like headlines. They they probably have little speakers in Brady and, and Breeze's ears saying, All right, Brady just passed it. Um, Breeze just throw it down real quick so we can, we can make another announcement that he passed it.' <laughs> yep. They're gonna go back and forth, and that's what's gonna happen. Um, I mean, it's it was an exciting uh, little time for for Tom Brady, but I mean. He beat the Jets. It's like it's like championships in wrestling. It's the fourth time that Brady has passed Brady. That's <laughs> a, a obnoxious. Um, arguably one of the big surprise games of the, the week, though. Uh, Lions beat the Eagles, 27-24. Um, Lions, this is their third consecutive win against the Eagles. The, I mean, the Lions are 2-0-1. Everybody's jumping for joy that the Lions are currently undefeated after three weeks. Um, they, they really haven't... They haven't faced anybody. But they've beaten two teams that we both expected to compete. And the Chargers, who... Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, but the Chargers right now, if you look at what the Chargers are doing, they're tanking. True, but, I mean, the Lions are getting through these games that we said, well, if they can get through these games, they, they might be able to scrounge out a decent record. They've gotten through a couple of them. There's, yeah, there, there's a couple of things that are issues that I have with these games. Um, number one, in week one, obviously, you believe the 18 points. Here's the, the issue I got in week two, okay? I, I understand next man up. I understand that there are, you know, certain players that, that uh, you you expect to have big games, Nelson Aguilar and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. And, and I was saying on the last show that I, I thought J.J. Arcega-Whiteside could have himself a big game. He didn't. Um, but one thing about about the Eagles is, and, and also with the Chargers, the question becomes, who was not on the field, you know, and and that that becomes a big question for me. I always, you know, people people discount. I think a lot of times, oh well, if they're that good, next man up. Bah, bah, bah. I always hear that nonsense. Well, you know what? There's a reason the guy's a starter and a reason the guy's a backup. You know, that, that that's the reason. And and you know, who wasn't on the field for the Chargers? Oh well, Derwin James wasn't on there, and the only man to put up 13 points. You know? And. That's what one thing that matters because I think Eckler's had himself a hell of a year despite the uh, yeah the, the slide of the Chargers. Yeah, and and uh, the, the the Chargers have have a ton of injuries, a ton of starters out going into that game. Lions pick a win. Who did the Eagles not have on the field? Alshon Jeffrey wasn't on the field. I'm not completely sold on the Lions right now. I, but I what I will what I will give them against two competent defenses in the Eagles. I'm not gonna call them top tier, but they're competent. Eagles, Chargers, and, and, and Eagles. Eagles were missing Malik um, Jackson, but. But still, the Lions are the, uh, for the first time in, I believe it's league history, through three games, the Lions are the only team that has 300-yard receivers. Yep. So the, the op- I'm, I'm going to say the offense is clicking for the most part. Yeah, it's, it's coming alive. I'm, I'm, I'm want to see them take on uh, the, this so, is another So here's situation. my question, since you're a Lions hitter here. No, um, it's not even just that. What, 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 
What if the Lions lose by four? If they lose by four, I'm going to say the Lions are for real. If they if they go out and they lose like by some slim margin to the Chiefs, and this is going to be a real test for them. You're going to find oh, out. Gonna be, no, this will be a huge yeah, test. You're, you're going to find out uh, whether or not the Lions are legit. And and I think you know you're, a lot of people are expecting them to, get to blow, them to get blown out. I'm expecting them to get blown out. Now, if they keep up with the Chiefs, or if they can they can keep it. I'll even say if they can keep it within seven of the Chiefs. You know, if you can keep I, it within I seven. I don't think they're going to get blown. I, I, I'm kind of expecting a 14-point loss here, because I don't wouldn't consider a blowout, but it, but I would say it's a it's a confident, confident Chiefs win. Yeah. Uh, right now, we, we know that Darius Slay may not be on the field. Which will definitely Sunday. hurt. Yeah. But Darius Slay also is getting roasted for the last two weekends. So we, <laughs> we got some issues there. Um, next up, you got the uh, Panthers going uh, over on the Cardinals, 38-20. to 20. Um, Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, most yards from scrimmage in the first three seasons in team history. Uh, McCaffrey with a huge game in this. Uh, Panthers get their first win. Cardinals still looking for that first win. And they win without their starting quarterback. Yep. Winning without their starting quarterback. Um, I, <laughs> that, w- that was something to behold. Four touchdowns by the backup quarterback. Um, Panthers get the win over the Cardinals. Are you sold on Kyler Murray yet? Are you not sold on Kyler Murray? I think right now it's saying otherwise. Um, well, I, I'm not, I, I guess my thing about the not being sold on Kyler Murray is that the Cardinals don't have, you know, the the pieces. I, I don't think they really have very many pieces for him. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, you have like the ghost of Larry Fitzgerald who's playing his heart out. But if, you. if you're going to be legit, you got to be able to be back for that. Yeah. Because Panthers also have pieces in place. Yeah. They just have DJ Moore and, and McCaffrey. Yep, this is accurate. So I mean, and, and David Johnson. Well, granted, Olson did come alive. Yeah, Olson. Olson showed up. Olson. But did shockingly, show up. it took Cam not being in there, <laughs> which is Ooh. weird. Which is weird. Um, next up, you got the Giants going over on the Buccaneers, thirty-two to twenty-one. Giant, thirty-one. I'm sorry, thirty-two, thirty-one. Sorry, um, Daniel Jones. After the first quarter, it, it was it was starting to look like, uh, yep, Daniel Jones is the bust we thought he was. Because it started off bad. Yep. It did not look good. And Daniel Jones comes alive, finds his groove, leads his team back from the depths, go-ahead seven-yard touchdown rush, 121 remaining, and uh, gets the Giants their first win of the year over the Bucs. Um, I like Daniel Jones. I like him a lot right now. Both shat on him. I shat on him so right hard. I, I have nothing bad to say. Not only am I eating my words on that whole thing, but Daniel Jones is actually looking like a pretty exciting quarterback. If I had to pick one negative thing to say is it's one game. Yeah, that's it. And it's against, against the Bucs. Against the Bucs. Yep. Let's see what he can do going forward. Yeah. But a phrase that um, someone at work always says, and what's, what's the best way to eat an elephant? Yeah. One bite at a time. Yep. Um, bad team or not, one game at a time. You're a young kid. Get through one game, get a little confidence, and see where it goes. Yep. Let's let's start developing him and, and getting him rolling. Um, a, a team that's that's rolling right along here versus a team that's falling apart. Texans 27 to 20 over the Chargers. They outscored the Chargers 20 to three in the second half. Came back to win this thing. Um, I, I'm. I just I don't understand what's happening with the Chargers because we both had them as a potential Super Bowl contender, yeah. And and they are just eating a, a, a poop sandwich. And right Keenan now. Allen's looking great. Yeah. Um. It, it, but I mean, missing Tyrell Williams maybe. Um. I mean, yeah. And they they lost their their going to be 
on his way to being the best safety in the league and uh, Derwin James. James uh, it's, it's 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 tough. Missing a lot of pieces. I'm I'm just I'm wondering what's going on with the Chargers falling apart. I mean, I understand it's the Texans, tough team, you know, tough win, tough sledding there, but. Uh, you got to get it together. If you're going to be a Super Bowl caliber team, if you're going to be a playoff team, you got to start picking up wins. You got Philip Rivers on your on your team, who's playing like a monster playing hard still, out. and and still can't get things done um, because they, the other pieces on his team just don't want to do it. Uh, got to pick it up, and I don't know that it's Mel- necessarily the absence of Melvin Gordon. I think everybody is putting a lot of emphasis on that. Oh well, Melvin Gordon's up. Well, I don't think playing hard out too. Yeah. Eckler's playing good ball. I, I don't know. This is this is kind of an interesting thing. Um, next up, you got the Saints going over on the Seahawks, 33-27. Saints, uh, Saints go to two and one. Seahawks drop to two and one, get their first loss of the season. Um, Saints first win without Drew Brees as a starter since 05. Water looked fine. He looked okay. He looked fine. I, like I said, I, I didn't say good. I didn't he say looked great. Fine. But when you have it with the Saints, it's all you need to be is the manager. I mean, I guess. I guess. I mean, I, I don't you know. You beat I, Russell Wilson in a duel. I mean, that's... Uh, oh, gosh. A playoff team, by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I could Bridgewater just beat a playoff team. Yeah, he, he beat a playoff I'm, I'm, team. I'm going to give Bridgewater the benefit of the doubt here. He, he got the job done when everyone doubted him. Uh, maybe. I mean, he only had 177 yards. 19 for 27, 177 hey, touchdowns. He, he managed. I, I guess. I guess. I mean, I, I wouldn't say he, he beat him in a duel. I mean, no, Russell by no Wilson. means. Russell Wilson put up four, yeah. four and six. Thirty-two for fifty-four and six yards, two touchdowns. Anyway. But when, but when you, when your opponent put up three hundred more pass yards than you beat them, I, I don't know if that's the Saints have a pretty well-built team. I, I think they they played decently enough. Alvin Kamara did have himself a game um, through the air, nine receptions, ninety-two yards, and a touchdown. He also had himself a decent game on the ground, sixteen carries for sixty-nine yards and a touchdown. Um, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I, I buy the Teddy Bridgewater hype right now. I mean, people are getting excited about him. Um, I don't know how much of that is a testament to like the defense of the. the I think Party's like. Oh, we didn't get rid of this guy no, <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I, I don't think Bridgewater's going to be anything spectacular. I, eh, eh, I'm not. Let's, I'm not let's, let's see how it goes and moves on. But it's a big win over a fairly good team. Yep. Now, uh, next up, you got the 49ers beat the Steelers 24 to 20. Steelers drop to 0 and 3. Uh, 49ers go up to 3 and 0, which is a huge surprise. Uh, same time, the Niners are are the Niners legit, Tyler. Let's ask that question. Not yet. They haven't really played anybody either. Yeah, that's kind um, of where I'm at. Steelers, even before losing Ben, was struggling. They were. Um, this, I think this is the most points he was put up, actually. Yeah, Mason um, Rudolph, actually, he didn't play great. I'm not going to write Mason Rudolph off yet. It's his first game being a true starter. We'll give him some time. I think he's going to be better. Yep. Um, I, I I still have some faith in Rudolph here. We'll see where it goes. Um, Niners, you know, starts with, is, is phenomenal. It's, it's coming out of nowhere a little bit. But Garoppolo, kind of like Bridgewater, hasn't played Great he hasn't ball. Played great he played ball, no. fine ball. Yeah, he's he's game managed. Again, this is this is kind of what we expect out of out of Jimmy G. I don't I don't expect monster numbers out of this guy at this point. I, I think he's he's quite overrated. I think the Niners are doing just enough to get it done. I think their defense is doing a good job. Yeah, I think both teams are the, the Niners are not as good as their record, and the Steelers are better than their record. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both somewhere in between. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, Niners are 3-0 for the first time since 98. 
When's the last time that happened? Who was their quarterback? 98, who was that? Steve Young. Was it Steve Young? Steve yeah. Young, yep, that was, that was the man. Are you saying that, uh, that Grappolo's next to you? Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God. You're kidding me. Um, next up, you got the uh, Rams and the Browns. Rams beat the Browns twenty to thirteen. Kind of expected nail biter though. Yeah, the Browns were driving the last on the last drive there. It's just tied up to the goal time. Little surprising. Browns drop to one and two. Rams go to three and zero. Oh. I think Browns are uh, right now. I think and I, I kind of said this at the beginning of the season. I said, well, what if this is the, the case? The Browns are the second coming of the super team right See, now. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take it as far as you. I'm going to call it as. The Browns picked up so many new weapons. It's going to take more than just one offseason to get those, that all to click. I think it's all of those weapons that they picked up, all of those egos in the same room. It's very similar to when the Eagles picked up you know, Yasamu and all those guys. I, it, it's falling apart. They are the second coming of the super team. They are going to continue to falter and fall apart. Um, by the look of it, I think the Browns are going to wind up as a seven and nine football team. I don't, I don't see them being uh, a, a five hundred football team. If the Browns don't make the playoffs or at least go eight and eight, Kitchens is one and done. Oh yeah, it's too good of a team to, to go to seven and nine. Yeah, you, you can't. There's going to be a, a new coach coming in if they don't make the playoffs. You know, I don't think it's going to be Mike McCarthy. You really think so? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. That's my bold prediction. Oh, boy. And uh, last but not least, Monday Night Football. The Bears go out, top the Redskins 31-15. The score of the, the game was much more one-sided than the score shows. Yeah. No, it was already kind of one-sided. But Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky um, still didn't perform up to snuff. He, the he defense had, probably was the story here. Yeah, the, well, the defense has been the story for the Bears all year. Yeah. I mean, it, they, it really has been. Uh, the defense has been... Uh, uh, dropping opponents left and right. You've been, you've been seeing uh, a lot of Khalil Mack, obviously. Um, the Bears defense is something to write home about. That is something that, that I think is is the, the identity of that team. Uh, I think they've lost their offensive identity. The trick plays that Matt Nagy likes to run and all the stuff that he likes to do, all those special little uh, changes and, and sweeps and you know, fake handoffs and play action and all that stuff. I, I think it's it. He's been figured out, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they lost that big bruising running back in, in Jordan Howard. Um, even though Jordan Howard is not a guy that broke a thousand ever in his career, Jordan Howard is a guy that um, he's a big bruising type of back. He was that that in the trenches kind of guy, and I don't think Montgomery's that guy at this point. I, I don't think he's a Jordan Howard. I think he doesn't fit in that naggy system. Well, Jordan Howard's not even Jordan Howard anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, but but I don't think he's Jordan Howard in the, in the aspect of he, I, I don't think he's capable of, of being that power back. You know, that scary power back that is a downhill runner, that lowers his shoulder, that knocks guys over, that pushes him out of the way, that pushes for that extra yard. I don't think he's that guy. And um, I think it's been shown that he's not that guy. You know, and, and Right now, to me, um, I think the Bears are, are overrated and on a downward spiral. I think we're going to find out who the Bears actually are um, very, very soon. And, and and right now, they're calling the North the best division in football. Yeah, I we'll see, that keeps up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And, and, and that's to be said for all four teams, really. Yeah, I, I think we're going to find out just who the Bears are. I, I, as far as you know, we know that their defense is great. But we're going to find out who the Bears' offense really is because they're taking on that Minnesota defense, and that Minnesota defense is brutal. 
And we're going to find out if the Minnesota offense is the real deal because they're going to be taking on that brutal Bears defense. We're going to see if that zone or that zone run scheme that, that we keep hearing about is, is something that, you know, is going to make them a possible playoff team. We're going to find out if the Vikings are the real deal. We're going to find out if, if you know, Matt Nagy's lost that offensive touch. We're going to, we're going to see who, who the real deal is in that division. Um, but uh, that's that's kind of the, the bad thing as far as the Redskins go. Case Keenum is hurt. The Redskins having a, a quarterback carousel type deal. Um, Gruden will be out if this season doesn't pan out. I think he's done. Yeah, I think I think everyone already knew this season was going to pan out. Just like. Yeah, but in a way, in a way, I mean, Case Keenum looked hot early on, like at first. Fucking three quarters in that that first game, he looked incredible. That, that was a long time ago. Yeah, already. well, and then and then he seemed to be falling apart. Now he's hurt. Dwayne Haskins looks like he hasn't panned out. Um, Colt McCoy is coming back. They're saying that they might put Colt McCoy in in, and before they put in Dwayne Haskins, I think Dwayne Haskins is a bust. I mean, the Redskins are in trouble right now. But we also thought that the Eagles was going to be a bigger bust. So yeah, I thought time will, tell. time will tell. Yeah, but uh, I mean, right now. Dwayne Haskins, he hasn't panned out. I mean, we called him a bust when he got drafted. We, yeah. we, we said he was going to be a bust. Um, At least he's expected to draft him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, exactly. maybe the Giants are smarter than we are. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Maybe we don't know anything. Um, but with that, ladies and gentlemen, those are your scores for week three in the NFL. Um, we're going to go take a quick break. We're going to get right into uh, our favorite segment. Ain't that right, bud? Huh? I, I'm I'm scared of how you manage this without me. What do you mean how I manage this without you? By yourself doing the show, um, doing my segment for me. Oh man, it was fun. Oh, that it wasn't. Oh, it was a blast. I'd be willing to bet a lot of money that it wasn't. It was fine. You need to calm down. I mean, you maybe if you didn't go on so many vacations, we wouldn't have this discussion. What? Take your break. <laughs> but with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Uh, with some Tyler's Top 10, we'll be right back right here on the Outside Blitz. At It's Your Time Massage, you get all the benefits of one of the larger massage chain parlors, but in a more intimate and personal setting. With four years' experience, massage therapist and owner Amanda Yata's goal is to help people in a natural way, offering Swedish deep tissue, pregnancy, aromatherapy, and sports massages. You will feel better and have more energy in just one hour. It's Your Time Massage is offered in-home, Amanda's, or yours. With the rates ranging from $55 to $130, you get professional quality at an affordable rate. Contact Amanda today at 313-686-4347 or online at iytmassage.com. It's Your Time Massage, a natural way to improve your well-being. I'm Alex Steele with the Outside Blitz Sports Break. This past Saturday, September the 21st, we saw what could only be described as the antithesis of a statement game from the Michigan Wolverines, as they dropped one, and hard, to the Wisconsin Badgers, to the tune of 35 to 14. What we saw that afternoon in Madison as Michigan fans was nothing short of embarrassing, and in my eyes, downright disgusting. This is a team that needed a win in the worst possible way to silence their critics, and to show the college football playoff committee that they deserve serious consideration. Granted, Wisconsin has some very talented players on their roster, 
and the fact that their defense allowed zero points in 10 straight quarters in 2019 is nothing to sniff at, not at all. When it comes to the Big Ten, they're the team to beat. It's just that simple. What's especially pathetic about Michigan's situation is they had two weeks, two weeks, to prepare for this game to really lock down their fundamentals to maybe, just maybe, teach Shea Patterson how to read a defense. Their best alternative option at quarterback, Dylan McCaffrey, went down with a concussion. For all intents and purposes, the starting job was his to win, until the unfortunate dirty hits came to play. Whine and cry about how the refs missed the catch call early on in the game all you want. It wouldn't have made a difference. Fact is, Michigan got exposed. And now, Harbaugh's on the hot seat. Every game from here on out should be monitored very, very closely by those with the pull and power in the big house. Harbaugh and his team must gain a sense of urgency from all this. If they don't, they risk taking a spin on the good old coach carousel. And Patterson may be going for a ride on his own little carousel of futility before long. I'm Alex Steele. Back to the Outside Blitz with Scotty Freytown and Tyler Dean. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? And welcome back to the Outside Blitz. I'm your host, Saturday. Boom! God, I've been dying to do that. to do that. Oh, God, I felt like it was going to explode. I feel so much better. <laughs> you can see your uh, uh, yeah. thing blowing up on the volume there. Yeah, it was freaking fantastic. God, that was almost orgasmic. Jeez. <laughs> Being able to boo you was great. Yeah, we just got back from our boy Alex Steele's little segment. Yeah, Alex sounded like I'm... Freaking beast, man! Well, it's yeah. easy when you when you're talking about a team that sucks so miserably <laughs> right now. I mean, right now they're nothing to write home about. I'm so glad that Alex he's been wanting to be a part of the show on a little more of a consistent basis. Um, so uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Steele. It's exciting. It's exciting. Time. Very much so. Yes. So um, we are getting into a wonderful segment, Tyler. Are you ready? Are you stoked to be back? Come on. I am, and I even got a little surprise for you about something oh. I'm going to be doing this season. Gosh, here we go. All right, well, without any further ado, here comes that little segment we like to call... Tyler's Top Ten! Tyler's Top Ten is back! Uh, yeah. So, how did you handle it when, when I was gone? Did you just kind of just kind of go through it, or? Well, I went through the top ten. I, I, I talked said it to you and whatnot. And I talked about the players a little bit and their performances. And you didn't, you didn't talk about my plan for the season, did you? About your what? My plan for the season, about what I've been working on. No. Okay, so I get, I get, so I, you, so you at least let me have the glory of um, well, yeah. introducing it. Yeah. I was, I was worried you were, were going to just ruin it and just take, take no. my glory like you always do. No, we're going to have fun. All right, top ten. Oh boy. Week three. Interesting week three, by the way. I mean, some very good uh, performances. Mm-hmm. We'll start at number one. No, I'm kidding. Why would you really? <laughs> yeah, and have you lost it already? Number ten. Not how you're doing this, haven't you? The new, the new uh, number one and proving, proving so over in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Great Eleven game. receptions, 154 yards, and a touchdown. Speedster. Speedster. He's- He's playing like he wants to be the guy there. Well, and and so Doug Baldwin's out. Tyler Lockett understands, you know, and I'm not going to sit there and, and say that the DK Metcalf's anything to write home about because I don't really buy DK Metcalf. I, I haven't. 
But um, I, I think Tyler Lockett understands that there still is some competition there. And I think Tyler Lockett has a point to prove. And I think Russell Wilson has the arm to hit Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's one thing that I think people discount about a guy like Russell Wilson is the fact that he is very, very accurate throwing the deep passes. And uh, Tyler Lockett, being the vertical type of receiver that he is with great hands, I, it's it's a match made in heaven over there. I think Tyler Lockett's going to continue so being So far, great. so good. Yeah, I think he's going to explode even more. Number nine, Deshaun Watson had mm-hmm. himself quite a game. Monster game. 25-34, 351 yards and three touchdowns. Watson looked great. Um, Picking up where he left off. Yeah, he, he looked pretty darn good. I was impressed. Um, you know... I said that Deshaun Watson was looking like a beast, and um, somebody sitting here didn't believe me at first. Yes, I did. I've, mm-hmm. I've been a Watson fan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I have to go back to those old episodes. No, you can't. And what you're going to see, as I said, was Watson's going to be very good as long as he can stay healthy. He's been healthy the last two seasons. Uh, well, yeah, he has been healthy the last two seasons. Now, what, uh, What's but, interesting, though, is both Will Fuller and Hopkins got the ball, but it was, it was was the ball was spread. Yeah. He's so he's, he's, really not, well. he's not forcing the ball to Hopkins or Fuller, and the, the ball's going out there. So it's it's he's he's getting the job done. He's turning into the quarterback he needs to be. Not a running quarterback. That's that's the thing. He is he's not being a running quarterback. He's being that pocket passer. Mm-hmm. A lot of people discounted his ability to be that pocket passer. A lot of people didn't think he was capable. He's proving he's capable. That's what I like about him. I think if. Really, and we were talking about it earlier, you know, oh, this could be the, the second coming of the Brady-Manning fiasco. That could be the second coming of the Brady-Manning is, is the Watson-Mahomes duels. You could see that, and especially if Watson continues to improve as he is. We already know Mahomes is there, and, and they don't play in the, the same, you know, division or even, you know, the, the, but they're, they're both quarterbacks that are going to – be standouts mm-hmm. in the AFC. So Absolutely. that's going to be exciting. Speaking of what he has mentioned, at number eight is Patrick Mahomes. A very similar stat line. Good game by Mahomes again. 27 30, 37, 374 yards and three touchdowns. Third time in the top ten. Third time. Second time in the top ten. I mean, you you would put him in the, in the uh, Forgotten Five. Oh, yeah, the Forgotten Five. Did I put him in the Forgotten Five? Yeah. I forget after all these weeks. It's I've, so I've much. been working on the things, so I, I kind of have it memorized right now. <laughs> well, um, Mahomes, another great game. Uh, I, I like what Mahomes is doing. I think he's just he is the the unstoppable quarterback in this league right now. Um, right now, yeah. The, the, there's so many guys that are getting signed to contracts and, that are not playing up to snuff. I don't think anybody can handle what Patrick Mahomes is doing right now. Um, right now, no. The the you know, and, and there's some flash and flair when it comes to Mahomes that people aren't a big fan of the the no look passes and all that hoopla. And sometimes it's fun to watch and it's exciting and wahoo. But at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes when he is playing to actually like win the game, Patrick Mahomes is playing. When he comes to just focus, he focuses. None mm-hmm. of none of the the flash and flair. And and when he focuses in. He's the best quarterback in the league right now, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, 100%. Number seven, Mark Ingram. Proven to be one of the best fantasy pickups of, uh, in the league. Absolutely. Um, 16 carries and 103 yards and three touchdowns. This is a 6.7 average. Three touchdowns is the big imperative thing. I mean, for all 100 yards, you know, yeah, you broke 100, whoopie-doo. You know, we see that all the time. It's the three touchdowns that I'm, I'm oohing and on over. And in a very... Busy 
running team. Yes. Like we talked about earlier, you, you got Mark Ingram, you got Lamar Jackson, you mm-hmm. got Gus Edwards, and you got Justice Hill out there. Yes. Um, it's a very busy field, but but um, it's it's proven that Lamar Jackson's trying to not run as much, and he's 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 letting Ingram be be the workhorse. No, Ingram. Am I completely sold on Ingram as a a uh, number one back yet? I don't I don't know about all that. Um, well, I, I think you have to be. When's the last time he's proven not to be a, a good number one? I think he's his good. whole career in Saints, basically. Well, the last four years in Saints, basically, and so yeah, far in Baltimore. I, I'm I'm not. I don't think his whole career the Saints. He, he I don't think he broke broke a thousand all four years for sure. Um, but I, I he's okay. He's a, he's a good running back. I, I'm not going to say he's not a good running back. Is he a great running back? Yes. Eh, I don't think he's a. Great I think running he, back. I, I think what what gets in his way is um in Saints he. He had Alvin Kamara there, so he wasn't given the the, the full reins there. He, he, he never was after, after Kamara got there, but he's been getting the job done as a bruiser back. And yeah, and that's what he is. He's a, he's a bruiser type of back. I I don't I don't know. I I think he's a very good running back. I don't I don't think he's a, a really a great running back. I don't think he's ever going to come out and be the great back that that everybody is is proclaiming him to be. But he's always going to be a good running back. He, he's I just it's kind of like I don't I don't see Frank Gore as a great running back. I think yeah, I, Gore's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I, you know, and and for his longevity, probably, but I don't think Gore is a great running back. I think he's to, a very good running if, back. I honestly, I mean, if you're talking about Barry Sanders, you're talking about Frank Gore. I think I think Gore's about to pass him this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. That's. Uh, and longevity is a good part of it, but longevity yeah. matters too. I think longevity is is the big factor for Gore. Like I, I like I love Barry and I love I love Calvin, but I think um longevity matters in that sense. Like you, you got you got players that that um stood around for a decade, <laughs> decade and a half, sometimes two decades. And like Brady's mm-hmm. standpoint, I mean, that it, it matters. It does. It definitely does. I I just I I don't know. I'm I'm not completely sold on Ingram as a great back. I I still don't. Even as a running back, I, I would honestly say, from a strictly a stat standpoint, I think the last great back that and the guy that really could have been great in Baltimore, Ray Rice was the guy, and and you know the off the field issues obviously were an issue, but um, if he had been around, and if he was still around, I think Ray Rice would be you know the next. Quite possible, great back and, and it's also possible that. Um, Gus Edwards could be that guy as well. He's, yeah. he's, um, he's going to be working into the into the story a little bit, and Ingram's not going to be around in the long haul. And Gus is the young back, and they're they're letting Gus get his get his carries. In- as well. Ingram's got what a two year deal over there, right now? Uh, three, three. So I mean, he'll be around for a little bit. Number six, Christian McCaffrey, guy who's, who's leading leading this league in scrimmage yards in the last couple of years, and he's been tearing it up. This week he goes 188 yards in scrimmage and a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey coming off the heels of a bad game. Yep. Coming off the heels of a bad game, comes out. I, I think uh, last week he put up what? Like, like thirty yards, or thirty something. thirty some odd yards on the ground. He coming off the heels of a bad game, rebounds in a big way. Uh, you know, am I completely? Uh, you know, Chris McCaffrey. He's such a banger bust type of running back. Sometimes he's, last year he was bang all year. Uh, um, he, he, he's he he's bang from a, almost more than anybody. He's he's a bang from a, a scrimmage yard standpoint. I don't I don't think he's a bang all year as far as a. Running back, is but he, he's not just a running back, right? And that's he's the, also he's also their number one receiver. Yeah, and that's that's the the issue. I mean, they, I that's why, like, I you, you know me, I'm I'm a football purist. You know uh, how I am as far as if you're a running back, do your running back job. If you're a quarterback, you do the quarterback job. I think it makes you more valuable. In a way, it can. And and um, I don't know, McCaffrey. 
Coming off a bad game, he comes out, puts up a good game, he rebounds. I, I think some games he has these monster games, and other games he's kind of quiet. Um, That's not really true, though. Eh. I think I think that game last week's the first game he's had bad in a long time. McCaffrey, oh, I'm gonna have to go look it up now. You see this? Christian time. McCaffrey's one of the one of the, the best players in the league. Period. And I I remember when when he got drafted, and they were saying, you know, this guy is gonna be worth something and he's going to be something incredible and okay you know i you're gonna you're looking up the stats there i'm looking up more last year because mm. you know what he's done this year well while we're we're waiting on that you do would you want to jump into your next year yeah alvin kamara the guy is very much like christian mccaffrey <laughs> Alvin Kamara had himself. Basically, they're basically clones of each other. Yep. Um, Alvin Kamara had 161 yards this game. a little less, but he had the t- he had the second touchdowns. He had two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamara, good player. Um, he's actually it's interesting that he is able to emerge as a um, uh, that he's able to emerge as a a uh, number one back over there. Um, in spite, you know, he's he's more of a it's a it's a complete difference than what they're used to in New Orleans. Um, they've always had these. The, their number one backs have always been these pulverizing backs, um, and instead, you know, last year he broke 1,098. McCaffrey did. Um, yeah, um, and and not on a workhorse average either. So he's averaging five yards a carry, which is which is very very yep. good. So uh, yeah, you're right. He he sucks. <laughs> I didn't say he sucks. <laughs> I didn't say he sucks. When did I say he sucks? You say he's hit or miss, and the hit or miss means you're not very good. I, 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 that doesn't mean you're very, really good, but let's, I mean, look at the game logs here. I mean, we're talking 50 yards, 37 yards, then you see 184 yards, and then and then you go out and you get 58 yards, and then 20 and 29. But they're also 45. not, he's also not getting workhorse numbers either. I mean, a couple games he did, the one we got, 24 and 28 carriers. But he's not getting a lot of carries in the, in the ground because they're using him as a, through the, like, the, the one game he put up 37 yards. He put he got fourteen receptions for two hundred and two yards. <laughs> you know, uh, and then and then you're looking at you know seventy nine yards, seventy seven so he, yards. He's not he's not yards. being used the workhorse guy because yeah. they're using him in the air as well. Well, and then fifty three yards, but then wham one twenty five, wham one oh six, and then and on that, that one twenty five, he also got eleven receptions <laughs> as well. Like, yeah, he is the guy. He's, he's in a, Carolina. He's, I, I, I and I'm agreeing with you that he's he's the guy. I just you know like I said, I think he's a bang or bust type of player. Sixty three yards. Uh, fifty-three you yards, just one hundred and one. You can't just count it from just a running back standpoint. You know, but it, and even then, from a, a passing standpoint, you know, forty-five yards, one hundred and two, ten yards, thirty-five yards, forty-six. But he's consistently he's consistently getting about a hundred yards a game. Like that's consistent. Yeah, I mean, he's like I said, he's a great from scrimmage player. I think he's kind of a banger bust kind of guy. I, I he's okay. I, I he's, scrimmage, he's a, he's a scrimmage, good is, scrimmage is the is the new thing that matters uh, in the NFL. God, I hate that. Hate it, hate it, hate it. But from scrimmage, I, he, he's a good player. I just, I, like I said, I think he's a banger bust type of player. But anyway, moving on to Elvin Kamara here. Um, you gonna give me that wonderful stat line? Again? Yeah, one sixty one from scrimmage, and uh, oh, it doesn't matter. God. So, um, and uh, and two touchdowns. <laughs> two touchdowns, great. So I should probably just take him off my top ten because because yeah. they're not they're not receivers. So they're, they're 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 great yards. What the a count. jerk. I, I like Alvin Kamara, um, good running back. I, I see I'm okay with from scrimmage yards. It's not not saying that he's a bad player, but, you know, like, for example, and, and it's not even just from scrimmage that I have a problem with more so with McCaffrey as much as I do that he's, like I said, a bang or bust type of player. Alvin Kamara's no different. Alvin Kamara, 
the, the here's the thing about Alvin Kamara: thirteen carries, ninety-seven yards. Goes out thirteen carries, forty-five yards. Sixteen carries, sixty-nine yards. Touchdown. Alvin Kamara to me was always a change of pace back, but they're trying to convert into a number one back. I, can he be a number one back in this league? He showed he can. I think with a number one back workload, he can be. I, I think he's honestly, I think he's undersized. Well, those numbers are showing that he can't. 16 carries for 69 yards, 4.3 average. That's not bad. And 13 for 45, 3.5, eh. And yeah, 3.5, and then he put up a 7.5 against that was Houston. Good. That was very good this week. <laughs> against Houston. Um, so, I mean. No, I'm, I'm, I'm big on Alvin Kamara and McCaffrey. I, I'm, I'm just not going to discount their yards of the air. Is it, is it because they're. I'm not discounting them. God, God you always have to like put words in my mouth. We've got to tweet the league and say, yep, um, we should only count. Um, Receiving yards for running backs for a co- for a quarter yard. <laughs> That's not even the case. Either. Touchdowns. We'll give him a half a touchdown for it. I guess maybe. I just because I feel. I you know I just I like running backs that are running backs. I like running backs that are that play like running backs. I like the Ezekiel Elliotts. I like the Leonard Fournettes. And tell the kickers don't do any fakes. You're not going to get any credit for your touchdowns. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. See that? And you wanted me back. Oh, man. He, he just puts words in my mouth and says nasty I, you things. Put them on, you put the doors in your own mouth. And No, no, no. I just I like running backs that are running backs. I don't like running backs that are wide receivers primarily. If you're going to get a guy that's going to be a wide receiver, then make him a wide receiver. He's both. <laughs> oh, he's like, They're he's an offensive, offensive weapon. weapon. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Uh, Continuing on. Number four. Um, Keenan Allen, I mean, he had... Real stats because he had him in his own position, like a wide receiver should. Uh, Thirteen receptions, one hundred eighty-three yards, two touchdowns. Big, big game for Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has been hot for the last couple of weeks now. Um, he tore up Darius Slay last week. Uh, this week he tears it up again. I, I've liked Keenan Allen if he can stay healthy. He's one of the best receivers in the league. Um, he was a guy that came out of nowhere and he's developed into just a beast. Uh, it's just a matter of, can he keep his knee healthy? Can he keep mm-hmm. his ACL healthy? Can he? I mean, is he going to be healthy for 16 games and then some? Uh, last year, he was, for the most part, healthy. Uh, he got a little banged up later in the year. This year, I want to see if he can go the full 16. But he wasn't very good. Last, I mean, he was decent, but he wasn't great. Yeah, he also had three uh, two yeah, other receivers absolutely. with him last year. Um, Phillip Rivers is kind of getting back to throwing to him. And and I think he realizes he has to be that guy. He doesn't have all those weapons around him now. I think I think uh, um, I think Keenan Allen realizes that. So he's got a, he's been stepping up his game, playing a lot harder. I think this year than he did last year. But uh, he's been a beast for the last two weeks. I want to see if he can keep it up. Oh yeah, number three. And if if I were to give like a handicap or a pass or or any sort of um, advantage for being a rookie, he'd be my number one. But in the top ten. Um, whether you're a rookie or a vet, it's pure stats. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. Number three, Daniel Jones. Oh, my Had himself gosh. a game. He actually made it. 23 for 36, 336 yards, two touchdowns and two half touchdowns because they're um, they're rushing because he he's, he's, he's a quarterback. <laughs> this guy. Uh, two, two, two touchdowns on, on the ground as well. And so that's not to say you can't you can't be a quarterback and, and sneak the ball, okay? It's not saying you can never do it. I just think it's interesting that, that you get these running backs that have more passing yards or receiving yards than they do rushing yards. It's like, how are you a running back at this point? Why don't you just call yourself a receiver out of the backfield? 
That's my point. <laughs> what are you taking, Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones. Um, you know, he's making us eat our words. We all gave him a hard time when he got drafted. We gave the Giants a hard time for drafting mm-hmm. him. Um, we said he was going to suck. And uh, so far, <clears throat> I I mean, he was bad in, at first. It got ugly. In the preseason. Yeah, well, and then the, no, no, no. the first quarter. Preseason, first he played well. First half the game, he looked rough in the yeah. first half of his game. Preseason, he played very, very well. He had a few fumbling issues, but he played very well. There was one touchdown pass in the preseason that he he made that if he was playing against an all-pro safety or a starter, he would have been picked off, you know, for sure. But when it comes to Daniel Jones, uh, he was rough at the beginning of this football game. And then he came out and, and settled down and settled in and played the quarterback position effectively. I was I was impressed. Um, he got the job done and and came back to beat a, a very game Tampa Bay Buccaneers team from mm-hmm. this week. Uh, kudos to him. First first game win. Um, and and now the question becomes: Is this the the guy that's taking Eli's spot? If we is the jury still out, Tyler? It, <clears throat> still out. Yeah. I and mean, Eli's definitely done in New York regardless. Yeah. But jury's still out for Daniel Jones. It's one game and see if it progresses. He goes yeah. forward. See see where he goes. Could we uh, could we see a quarterback carousel like we did in Tampa last year? Mm, Eli will not start another, another game in Giants for the rest of his career. Wow. There you go. On the barring injury. Yeah, barring an injury. I'd I'd definitely say that. Um top two, I went back and forth. I feel like I kinda robbed my number two here because he had such a great game, but mm-hmm. um number two, Russell Wilson. 32 for 50, 406 yards, two touchdowns, and two partial touchdowns on the ground. <laughs> He's just going to keep keep taking that, that jab at me. Uh, Russell Wilson, very good, uh, incredible game, honestly. He had a very, had a very, very good game. Uh, the fact that he had that good of a game and they still lost that football game. My top two both were on teams that lost. Yeah. Um, the fact that, that he lost that football game is just um, – I, I mean, I, I'm my mind is blown by the fact that they lost that game. You put up that many yards, you normally <clears throat> win games. Yeah, you put up that many yards, you you win games. You put up that touchdown, that many touchdowns, you win games. Four touchdowns. I mean, you, I mean, he played good ball. You gotta mm-hmm. like what Russell Wilson's doing, um, throwing the ball downfield. You had Tyler Lockett earlier on, and uh, you know Tyler Lockett was a big part of that that 400 yard day. Yeah, um, he was getting a lot of vertical looks. I. You gotta like what Russell Wilson's doing. The Seahawks are definitely still a, a contender. They're still a factor, and Russell Wilson is the reason. Um, and and I think he's he's looking like after getting that monster contract, he's looking like he's worth every penny at this point. Absolutely. And number one, Mike Evans, huge eight, game, eight receptions, one hundred ninety yards, and three touchdowns yeah mike evans doing what mike evans does i mean that's that's just he's the, kind of been quiet in the last like year and a half or so he's he's kind of turned it on here yeah mike evans you know i wouldn't even say that he's been quiet he he's been good but he he haven't he hasn't you know he's he's been having good games he hasn't been having i, I guess great what mike is, evans is he, he he hasn't been that elite receiver the top three in the league that a lot of people thought he yeah could have been um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's been sharing touches with Chris Godwin. Uh, Godwin is, is has he emerged late last season as mm-hmm. as a, a guy that gets a lot of looks from uh, old Jameis Winston. There, um, Godwin's hurt, and Evans steps up, 
Evans comes out and starts rocking it. You know, in the first two games, Evans or Evans was quiet. 28 yards, 61 yards. Now we've grown to 190 yards. Um, and, you know, last season wasn't a bad year for him. 1,500 oh, yards. Yeah, he had a great game last, you know, last year. 1,500 yards, eight, eight touchdowns. And, and the year before that, 1,001 yards, five touchdowns. The year before he's that, 1,300 six yards. six straight of 1,000. Yep. So, I mean, he's, he's still, you know, one of the best receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the question becomes, you know, is he going to start turning it up like this on a weekly basis? I want to see if he can do it for the next 13 weeks. Well, yeah, we'll call it the 13 weeks because he's got the bye. But, you yeah. know, I want to see if he can turn it up like that and if he can stay healthy. Um, and, and with any luck, he will. Uh, but right now he's got 14 receptions for 279, which isn't bad. He has the three touchdowns, all of which came in that game. Um, so Mike Evans starting to come alive there. And uh, that's it for Tyler's top 10. Yes, it is. And Tyler, we're not done. As per usual. As per the usual. We are not done because you forgot people. Because it's a hard, you're, it's a hard because week. you're inconsiderate. It's a hard. It was a hard week. <laughs> you're inconsiderate. Look, I even when have, my when my number ten is 154 yards and a touchdown. Come on. <laughs> well, um, I have a few. I, one of them is is actually an honorable, and and I got to mention this guy because um, having watched that game and watching how uh, well he played. Um, I got to talk about Darren Waller here. I um, wanted to put him on there, but he didn't have that touchdown. Yeah. It was hard with with the big stat line <laughs> yeah. that a lot of guys had this week. You, you were looking for him to hit pay dirt. If he had hit pay dirt, he would have been in in either your top ten or the the forgotten five. Um, but uh, I want to talk about him before we get into the official forgotten five. Uh, Darren Waller was just a beast. Thirteen receptions, one hundred and thirty four yards. Um, basically, just out of nowhere against a very very ga- good and game Vikings defense. I mean, mm-hmm. he 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 played just incredibly, and it seemed like every other throw was going his way. He's a really big-bodied guy. The Vikings were having trouble dealing with his size. Um, so Darren Waller is going to be the honorable mention uh, for today. I, I just, if he had scored that touchdown, he would have definitely made the list. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the best part of the day. Right, Tyler? I'm pretty sure only you think that. Ah, it's time for... Freytown's Forgotten Five! Freytown's Forgotten Five! Boo! <laughs> I was waiting for it. Um, so, uh, number five, I want to talk about uh, Philip Lindsay. 21 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. He's on my radar. It was, hard. It was, it was just tough to put him over Lockett, who had 154 in the mm, touchdown. Right. He got the two, but... It, it was it was tough. It was a tough week. Had, had Lindsey broken 100 yards, I think he would have been a little more yeah. apt to be on that list. Uh, 81 yards. He he didn't break the 100, which is why he's number five. He he did, he would have been higher on the list, um, but he did it on 21 carries. He had the two touchdowns, which is is what put him on the forgotten five. Uh, Philip Lindsey coming off that injury, um, a very stagnant Broncos offense, and he's still trying to get it done there. So, uh, kudos to him getting on the uh, the. Uh, forgotten five here. Uh, number four, I want to talk about Evan Ingram. Six receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Daniel Jones loved throwing him the football. It was a good, was a good game there. Um, he was hitting him a lot over the middle. Evan Ingram, um, he has great hands. He's a speedy guy. Speedy for a tight end. He's one of the faster tight ends mm-hmm. in the league. Um, and, and he was just pulling him in left and right. I, I think Daniel Jones probably found his favorite guy 
Um, but I want to point out that Sterling Shepard did have himself a good game in that game too. Yes, he did. Um, but Evan Ingram outdid uh, Sterling Shepard in that game. So I'm going to go with Evan Ingram here as number four. Uh, number three, talking about Tom Brady. 28 for 42, 306, two touchdowns, no picks. Um, you know, I think a lot of times we get uh, a little wrapped up in, in uh, what is a Brady stat? What are the Brady stats? We always expect guys like Tom Brady to put up, you know, these types of numbers on, on the regular. But it's still very good numbers for uh, a guy like Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I, I had a couple other quarterbacks on my list ahead of him just because the, the, the low quarterback, uh, low um, touchdown count. and, mm. and I feel like Tom Brady more just kind of game managed, but um, but but he had a very good game. I'm not gonna take that from him. Yeah, he had a good game. I, I Tom Brady did what Tom Brady does, and and he played very good ball. Um, he didn't have to go insane. Um, but three oh six two touchdowns, twenty eight for forty two. He played a good game. So I mean, I I got to be impressed with Tom Brady. Now we mentioned number two earlier, and and now we're gonna mention him officially by name, Kyle Allen. Uh, he back up for Cam Newton. Cam Newton was gone. Kyle Allen goes 19 for 26 for 261, four touchdowns, no picks. This is a guy I tried really hard to put in my top 10. It's just, um, the, the yardage just wasn't quite there. So it just kind of put him on just on the outside. And yeah. He, uh, he would have broken, uh, number one, but, uh, there were the guy ahead of him had himself yet another great game. Um, but Kyle Allen, I, he he's making a case for himself early here that he is going to be the starter for the Panthers. I mean, throwing four touchdowns, no easy feat. His first start, mm-hmm. um, he he just he looked like a, a beast. He he wasn't inaccurate either. I mean, nineteen for twenty six. He only messed up seven passes, no picks. Pretty good. And that's a good ball game for a young man. Uh, so Kyle Allen makes number two and number one on Freytown's Forgotten Five. Um, we're talking Dalvin Cook. He had himself another great game. Dalvin Cook, the Vikings running game. Um, Vikings offense, in general, centers around Dalvin Cook right now. It's it's very similar to when the Cowboys play, and they have Ezekiel Elliott at the center of everything. Guess what? Dalvin Cook is at the center of the Vikings offense right now, and that zone run offense that Gary Kubiak brings is something to really, really talk about. Cook had a 6.9 average. That was one of the highest averages in the league. Uh, Vikings have one of the best running offenses in the league. Um, Dalvin Cook is he's backed up by another solid runner in Alexander Madison, who's been putting up good numbers in that scheme. Um, it's something to really write home about. And when the Vikings get started running the football, it's amazing how they just ground and pound teams into the into the dirt. You know, they they, they ground and pound these defenses. Yeah, no, and and, and Dalvin Cook can continue to be a great back till he gets hurt. Yeah, till he gets hurt. You know, and that's. That's the the question of the day. Is Dalvin Cook going to be able to stay healthy? We want to see if he can stay healthy for 16 games. A lot of people are predicting he does. I want to see if he does. I mean, we know Dalvin has problems uh, with his his knees. He has problems with his shoulder. You know, we want to see if Dalvin Cook can, can, you know, get rid of those injury issues that that he started. They all started in Florida there, Florida Mm -hmm. State. And uh, it's, you know, kind of come into the NFL there. So uh, there's that. Now, Tyler... So that's it for Freytown's Forgotten Five, but this is your favorite part, actually, I think, <laughs> because you, you like crapping on people, and uh, I'm, I'm going to, to you know, kind of help you with that. Um, it's time for Freytown's Forgetful Five, and we're talking about number five, James Conner. 
He's been off all year for the most part. Thirteen but this carries. One, this one the worst. Thirteen carries, forty-three yards, no touchdowns. Um, the Pittsburgh offense has looked stagnant. Um, nothing really spectacular coming from James Conner, a guy that last year looked like one of the well, he was one of the best runners in the league. In the first half of the year, he started yeah, slowing down. He started slowing down. I, I, I didn't predict he'd be this bad, but I predicted he'd have a he'd have a step backwards. This is awful. That's terrible. This is a terrible stat line. 13 carries, 43 yards. I mean, granted, he could have gotten a few more carries, but even with a few more carries, I don't know that he would have, you know, really gotten much anywhere, you know, 43 yards? Mm-hmm. Really? That That's all we're getting out of that? That's kind of a mess. Uh, number four, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse running the football, here comes old man Adrian Peterson, number four, 12 carries for 37 yards, no touchdowns. Not getting it done. Not getting it done. Everybody expected him to get it done. Darius Geis goes down with the injury. Adrian Peterson comes in. Adrian Peterson's all angry that he got you know, written off as a healthy scratch a few weeks ago, and uh, that's what you get out of the, that's the old man. why you were a healthy scratch. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, number three, uh, and, and everybody's starting to call him overrated and I'm putting him up there. Baker Mayfield, 18 for 36, 195, 50%. uh, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, he stunk in week one. He was okay in week two against a very shoddy Jets team. And then he was kind of a stinker this it's week too. It's almost as if, uh, Lamar and Baker are, are, are flip-flopping stat lines I'm, here. It's almost like I told you so. Second coming of Super Team. That's what this is. That's <laughs> what this is. I told you. I've been calling it. This is this is what it is. Baker Mayfield is not the guy. We might be right, Tyler. We actually, in the long term, you remember we said, Baker Mayfield's not a number one guy. And then he came out last year and he looked like a monster. And we were like, oh my God, we were wrong. Well, we're guess back what? back end, told you so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're getting a back end. Ah, okay, maybe we were right. You know, this it could be, you know, kind of that, we're playing that long game. That's what we're doing we'll here. See. We're playing that long game. Um, number two, and this is one that we're just going to laugh at because it's just so common. Josh, <laughs> Josh Rosen, 18 for 39, 200 yards, no Not touchdowns, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Josh Rosen. Okay. He was there. He was there. <laughs> that was, <laughs> where were you when Miami got blown out by the Cowboys? Josh Rosen was there. In, in their, in their most competitive blow. So far yes. This year. Yes. Josh Rosen, once again, an absolute mess. The only reason Baker Mayfield winds up lower than him on the forgetful five is Baker Mayfield scored a touchdown. That That's, that's really true. the extent of it. I mean, he did throw a pick, pick, but but Rosen, I mean, at least Baker Mayfield put points on the board. Yeah, at least just hit 50% completion. Right. Rosen didn't do anything. But it can't get worse than our number no, it can't, one. No, it can't get worse. It can't get worse than this. I mean, no, it, oh, it can't well. get worse than Rosen and Mayfield. Uh, yo, it can right now. Luke Falk, number one, 12 for 22, 98 yards. 98 yards. That's it. That's all you get. Oof. No touchdown? No touchdowns, one pick. Oh, he threw a pick. <laughs> so Luke Falk for the Jets, filling in for the, the uh, kissing disease riddled uh, Sam Darnold, goes out and. Um, you know, gets uh, just destroyed essentially. Um, Ninety-eight yards on the day. That's 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 all you get. If he has to continue to start, you might see him a couple times on this list. Yeah. Well, the the rumor is that Sam Darnold has been cleared for cardio, but uh, we're not sure if Sam Darnold's going to be back in this week. So you might see some more Luke Falk. Ugh. Yuck. Um, but. Uh, 
And at least Sam Darnold will be able to recover from mono. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be able to kiss his girlfriend once again. And that is it for Freytown's Forgetful 5. Tyler, you're going to have to add those to, to the mix. I already did. No. Jeez. So here's here's what we're doing this year. Oh boy. Um. So last year we kept talking about as we're doing top ten, forgotten five. Like, oh yeah, this is he's been on this list a few times, but neither, neither of us could say for sure how many times mm-hmm. or this and that. So about who is our least and most so valuable player? I, as the nerd I am, being an engineer, oh, I put something together. What we're going to do is, if you appear in the top ten, you get a point. If you appear in the forgotten five, you get a half a point. Oh jeez. Well, because you're talking about 15, maybe top 10 to 10, and mm. but, you, but I, I think you should still get credit for being on the five additional. Yeah. Um, if you get number one on the top 10, you get an additional quarter point. Okay. So here's the standings for through three weeks so far for what's going to be our will be our MVP. No, no. What happens if you get put on the forgetful five? Well, you get a full point. On the forgetful five, there's a whole nother spreadsheet. Okay. <laughs> um, you're not. Um, I'm not gonna ding anybody on the on the on the uh, the the good list for being mm. in the forgetful five because everyone right. has a bad week. Right, right, right. But I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna get called out when you have enough bad weeks to be the number yeah. one. Yeah, to be there. So here's our. I'm gonna I'm gonna say top five so far for the three weeks. Patrick Mahomes is sitting at two two point seven five. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey and Delvin Cook both at two points. Um, Russell Wilson and John John Ross both hit a point and a half. Oh boy, that's kind of your top five right now. And and they'll start to spread out as we get through more weeks and whatnot. John Ross, wow. That first week I had him on on there, and then the second week you had him on. <clears> yeah, throughout yeah. Five. I forgot about John Ross. Had a couple good weeks there. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. So the other one, we already have two <laughs> candidates who've been on, on the Forgive the Five twice. Oh, in geez. three weeks. Oh my gosh. I'm only gonna list them. Um, Baker Mayfield and Josh Ro- Josh uh, Josh Rosen. No, oh, yeah, both have two appearances so far. You know, so and and Josh Rosen, I think it's safe to say was kind of the defending champion after yes. last year. He's he's the defending champion. And I, I I'll go I, I'll go on the record to say that Patrick Mahomes was probably our defending champion last year. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, he was he was on there quite a bit, um, along with uh, guys like Saquon Barkley. Barkley's um, on there a lot. Yep. Uh, uh, Kamara and McCaffrey on there a lot. Yep. Gurley's on there quite a bit. Yeah. I, it's hard to say for sure, but... But I, I think Patrick Mahomes is probably the MVP last year going into uh, going into that whole situation. And uh, now we got some news around the league, Tyler. We want to get into that right now. Um, speaking of Saquon Barkley, now that we bring him up. Uh, Saquon Bar- Barkley out six to eight weeks, high ankle sprain. He's going to get a second opinion. Um Daniel Jones still managed to pull one out. How badly, if if you're the, the Giants right now, with a rookie quarterback, if you're the Giants, how badly are you missing Saquon Barkley right now? Oh, you're missing him huge. I mean, your rookie quarterback's going to now have to make things work without your star running back. Mm-hmm. But it gives him a chance to really shine. I mean, yeah. it's a season that you're already counting yourself out of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, right now, that's, that's I mean, the te- reality. Technically not, obviously, but, well, but it, it gives Daniel Jones a chance to see what he can do. Yeah, see if he can. He, uh, what if he takes him to the promised land? They go to the playoffs this year. What if they? What if he did? <laughs> what if if he did? We would really be just eating eating our words. We really would. We got to come up with something crazy to do. But if the Giants make the playoffs, we should both do something. No, geez. If the Giants make the playoffs, oh man, we're yeah. Something's gonna have to go down. But for as much shit as we talk, we probably we probably owe yeah owe, owe that owe something. We we owe Daniel Jones something. Um, maybe it's, uh, 
in the middle of winter, and I'm running out and doing a, doing a naked mile or something like that, something crazy. But. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, and we we also had another injury, Jalen Ramsey. After all the trade talk, and we'll we'll get into that too. After all the trade talk, Jalen Ramsey misses practice with a hurt back. I thought he was sick. First, he said he was sick. <laughs> And now he's missing with a hurt back. I so mean, does he have a hurt back, Scott? I don't, maybe he's got his period. I don't know. Or is he just um just not wanting to see? Or uh, is it Jalen Jalen Ramsey being Jalen Ramsey? I mean, that's maybe he wanted to go to Disneyland. I mean, it's kind of same state, you know. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that's what he wanted to do. So Jalen Ramsey, um, he he is uh, kind of out now. As far as we'll, we'll talk Jalen Ramsey trade because I was talking about it last week on the show when you were here. Um, Jalen Ramsey, where do you th- do, first of all? Do you think he gets traded this year? We'll start there. Yes, yes, and and I think he goes right before the trade deadline. And I think not only does he go right before the trade deadline, I think he goes long before that. I think he's, you're talking about the next week and a half. Wow, that's bold. Now, where do you think he goes? Well, there's a lot of teams. There's, there's a lot Ravens. of teams. The uh, the front, the three that I hear the most are the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Lions. It seems yeah. to be the three big ones right now. Yes, and the theory I was just I was listening to a radio show on the way home the other day, and um, they were talking about the fact that if it was the Lions, it would be because they plan on basically replacing Slay with him and letting Slay go. Well, the problem with that <clears throat> is Slay has a lot of uh, cap associated with him, and I also think a lot of it has to do with the fact that the Lions have cap space. They do. They've got the cap space. They've got eighteen million in cap space right now, as it stands. Um, the kicker about that is Ramsey wants eighteen million <laughs> on his contract. That's a lot of money. Uh, he wants to be the highest paid corner in history. Basically, is what and, that's that's the reality. And so that's that's the issue there. Mm-hmm. Might shoot the Ravens. No, no. Is he worth it? He probably is. He probably is. I mean, I think he's the best corner in the league. Yeah, and so that leaves my issue the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Issue the Ravens next year. Yep. Who do you got to resign? Marlon Humphrey. Yep. And he's going to garner fifteen. Yeah, it's big money because um, he's he's one of the one of the best corners in the league as well. No, Jimmy Smith goes out the door though. If he pro- he's already Jimmy Smith's already getting fifteen. Yeah. Um, you bring in Ramsey a hundred percent, even without Ramsey coming in, it's probably eighty five percent. Yeah, he's gone. So um, I mean, they'll have the cap then. They'll um, have the cap, but you also got to resign from Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. So oh yeah. So so you're, you're about to, you're about to you're, are, are you willing to throw? Over thirty million at two players at the same position. We've seen it before. You've seen it. We've seen it. But do they want to do it? Yeah, that's that'll be the question. There's today. a lot there. Um, the and we're we're hearing the Chiefs. The Chiefs. We know their defense has always been kind of a stagnant thing. Their offense has been keeping them afloat. I could see the Chiefs doing this, but the Chiefs have a lot of cap wrapped up in a lot of big players that they just picked up. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Chiefs have the cap space. Um, interestingly enough. We do know there was, we know one offer that was declined already, and it yeah. was from one of those three. Yep, and being the Ravens, mm-hmm. um, the the Jaguars turned down a first rounder, a second rounder, and former first rounder Hayden Hurst. No, no, Hayden Hurst, Hayden Hurst is is a bust. Let's just let's he's, hammer that. To right. me, he's the number three tight end in Baltimore. Um, they got a good one. I mean, granted, Hayden Hurst is he's actually been playing pretty well this year so far. He's he's kicking up a little bit, but you're talking about uh, um, Mark Andrews, and you're talking about um. Uh, yeah, Nick Boyle. Yeah, Nick Boyle. That's I been mean, the. Uh, I mean, he's ha- he's having a better year so far this year. I mean, he's he's not he's not really been in the game too much yet. He's had the one game. He had the one catch against Cardinals. Um, 
the Dolphins game probably was his best game because he's not been yep. very good. I mean, I mean, the, the last year, thirteen receptions, hundred sixty-three. I knew he was hurt. Um, the the following year, six receptions, fifty-six yards. He's had a touchdown in each season, but I I just I don't buy Hayden Hurst. I didn't buy him when he was drafted. Well, this you know is this that. year, but. Well, no, he's got this year. Yeah, he's six receptions, yeah. fifty-six yards, and a touchdown this year. He's, already, he's already a third of the way there, right? But, I, I mean, so I don't buy Hayden Hurst either. Um, Mark Andrews is the guy. Yep. Right, right now, right now he's proved me one of the best tight ends in the league. Exactly. Um, so I, to me, it makes sense. Like they're going to take up a small cap hit him being a first rounder and still in his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. But it tells me that Baltimore's if they're willing to take the cap hit in a first round guy like that, have to do his contract. They want Ramsey. Yeah, but it shows the interest. I think I think it shows the interest, but. The problem is, is that the fact that at the end of the day, Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in the league, and yeah. and when you when you have a guy who is on a rookie deal, you're paying three million for him the first year, you're paying thirteen for him in his in his fifth year option, and then you go into his his next contract where you're going to be paying him eighteen million, and I understand you're going to have to pay him that eighteen million, you know, when he when it's time to you know sign him to the extension. My problem comes in where. You're actually getting him on a discount for two years straight. You get him for three million one year. You get him thirteen million the next. Is it a rental? Maybe. Is your team possibly a win now kind of team with him? It could become that way. Yes, but is is he worth two first rounders? It, so take the Vikings for example. Mm-hmm. Um, say it was a one hundred percent promise he will not resign with you. Would you give up two first rounders? I wouldn't give up two first rounders, but because. Jalen Ramsey's kind of a head case. You don't know for sure he's going to say, "Yeah, I'm going to sign here." He's he's giving Jacksonville some problems. <clears throat> I, I the fact giving... that he has to be resigned is what is what the I think the hard piece for most teams is in giving up two future first round picks. I think Jalen Ramsey wants to play for a winner, and I think he realizes right now that Jacksonville is not a winner. I think Jalen Ramsey wants to go down as one of the greatest of all time, and what we're talking about right now is a situation where it's it's the Barry Sanders thing. Barry Sanders sits around, plays with the Lions for all those years. A, a, a team of losers. Let's just face the fact. He had they had one season where they went to an NFC Championship game. Beyond that, nothing. Mm-hmm. They haven't been back to one since 1991. So when when I'm when I see Barry Sanders and what he did, Barry Sanders just had enough. He's like, dude, I'm playing for this this group of losers. I'm the only good freaking player on this team. I don't want to be here anymore. And he just left. And I think Jalen Ramsey is having that same dilemma. I'm a great player. I want to be the best corner in the league. I want to be paid as such, and I but, want but to the win. Issue, the issue is he's kind of, he's kind of being a head case about it, which makes teams nervous. Yeah, and and I think I, we're on the heels of Antonio Brown. Yeah, so I, it's it, teams are nervous. <laughs> bad timing. Um, exactly. If if he goes to a team that is a winner, and I think right now, if you if you were to say Jalen Ramsey becomes a Viking tomorrow. I think he's ecstatic. If he becomes a Raven tomorrow, I think he's ecstatic. If oh he, yeah. If he becomes a Chief tomorrow, I think he's ecstatic. If he becomes a, a you know a, a Seahawk tomorrow, I think he's ecstatic. Or a Saint. But, he's but what if he goes to any of those teams that can win, and and that team says, you know, we we can only give you sixteen. Yeah, and and that might be that might be an issue at that point. You know, you the Vikings, for example, the kicker about the Ramsey thing for the Vikings is that they can actually pay him. And, they can actually and, pay him and, even and Raven, in spite and, of it. And Ravens too. And some other teams, but the thing is, if you're going to give up two first rounders, you, it needs to be 100% guarantee you can resign him. Yes. There should be, if there's any doubt, it's not worth a trade for you. I agree. I agree with that. Because that's a lot of capital you're giving up. Unless, unless you are legitimately a win now 
team. If you are a team that is, a, like, are you willing to give up two two first round draft picks and win a Super Bowl? I think anybody is, but, and that's, but that's going to be the question of the day: is, is there are, is there a team out there that is on the cusp, and he will put them over that hill there? No, you know, there's no team that's that that can guarantee a Super Bowl by bringing Jalen Ramsey. I, I there's no one that's head and shoulders above everybody. Yeah, maybe the Chiefs, maybe maybe the Chiefs. At, at, yeah. Um, maybe the Patriots, right? But I wouldn't say that the the Ravens are a cornerback away from from guaranteeing a Super Bowl. Yep. Absolutely not. And and I don't think the Patriots would ever bring in that bring in a head case. Well, they well, they did, they did, but you know they they dumped him pretty quick. I don't think Jalen Ramsey is a is a rapist, you know, as compared to Antonio Brown. But Jalen Ramsey is a head case. They've brought in head cases in the past. Bill Belichick knows how to settle them down but there's, and there's, rein there's, them in. I'm just saying there's, there's still a lot of question marks that that makes the price tag very high. Yep. And uh, one of the big questions for your Ravens right now is the injuries that they have. We were just talking about Mark Andrews. He has a foot injury. He's had a foot injury since the first day of preseason. Yep. I'm not too worried about it. He's going to suit up. Jimmy Smith, Smith still is has the one we know. Injury. Um, he's out a couple more weeks. And Earl Thomas sat at practice, and they're saying it might be a vet day, but nobody's sure. They're not sure if he's I hurt. think it is. I mean, he didn't. See, I mean, he still seemed to be playing at, at a high high level near the end of the game. I, I, I think he's fine until otherwise that's what I'm going to go with. And he's been he's been very good for you guys, too. Absolutely. The, these last uh, couple of weeks here, especially in lieu of losing two of our better corners through injuries, and kind of he's been he's been a good uh, yeah piece there. We were we were talking about uh, the Patriots and and the guys they they're bringing in and stuff like that. Well, the Patriots also are loaded with some injuries as well. Tom Brady limited at practice with a calf injury. Um, you may think it's just a you know I want to take a nap kind of day. It could be. Um, so <laughs> I remember a few years back, the Patriots got fined for um, inadequately um, posting their injury list. Oh, geez. They got the big fine, um, but Belichick got fined for it. The very next week, the Patriots injury list comes out, and it says, uh, so-and-so has a bruise on his on his upper lip, and this guy has this. Like, <laughs> they, they were like obnoxious, like, like every yeah. little thing. Oh, this guy's got a, got a um, uh, cold sore. <laughs> it was like a big like f you the league saying yeah. leave us alone yeah and then uh, also rex burkhead has a foot injury julian edelman with a rib injury both those guys limited both those guys big pieces of that offense all really all three of them obviously all big pieces of that offense um how much it, well and and edelman i think edelman will play he's a big big bodied strong guy i think burks burkhead will too but burkhead has an history of injuries with the yeah. patriots so we could see uh, Rex Burkhead kind of sitting out. They have a decent depth at running back. I'm not too worried about Burkhead. No, no, I they 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 have. I mean, Sony yeah. Michelle, who's underperforming. Yeah, but... he's underperforming, but he's still Sony Michelle. Yes. Um. Now the Vikings had, uh, and <laughs> this is an interesting situation, and I want to talk about this because you you were laughing and making jokes. So Chad Beebe gets hurt during the Raiders game. He goes down, ankle injury. Now, Chad Beebe is one of their receivers. He's one of their depth guys, but he's also a kick returner. So the Vikings go and pick up Marcus Sherrills as the kick returner, which I think is a good signing. Marcus Sherrills, yes, great, fine, great kick returner. The drum roll's coming. Then they go and they pick up Laquan Treadwell again. <laughs> now, Tyler's kind of laughing about it because Laquan Treadwell has underperformed, obviously. Now, when I'm talking about Laquan Treadwell, though, what are we talking about? We're talking about a guy that knows the system. He knows the system. He's I, been there. I hate to see it happen if he doesn't know the system. Yeah, I know. I know. Jeez. 
But Laquan Treadwell knows the system. I think the Vikings go out, and they probably got him on a discount too because they released him, and he was supposed to get $9 million this year, and he didn't. So the Vikings waived him, and uh, now they go and scoop him back up. They probably got him on a dime, and they get a guy that knows the system. Sure. I, I, think it's a non, I think it's a non-factor. It's just funny news because it's Treadwell of all people, but it, well, I, I don't it, think – I think this will be the last time we talk about Treadwell until he gets released there this year. Yeah, I, I think, you know, like like you said, I, I do think it's a non-factor, but at, at the same at the same time, when you need depth at receiver, wouldn't you rather have somebody there that knows what's going on? I mean, if you can't catch the balls, it's more of a, it's more of a hindrance than anything. Well, he can catch the ball. Let's, let's hold it on that because Treadwell can catch the ball. He's never been like a guy that has a major issue with drops or anything. Um, you know, he just never lived up to the hype, it's I guess. Or, you know, I mean, it, it was kind of an interesting thing. Um, but, yeah, he, he winds up getting picked up. A release happens, though, also. The Raiders release wide receiver Ryan Grant, a guy that you said the Vikings should go and pick up. Instead of Treadwell. Instead of Treadwell. Uh, Ryan Grant, he's kind of underperformed throughout his career as well. Um very hit or miss. He's had fast a couple of big games. Yeah, he's faster than hell, but I, I don't know that Ryan Grant is a guy that that uh, the Vikings would want to pick up. He's very eh, spotty. He's very iffy. I don't know. Yeah, better than Treadwell, but. <laughs> you really don't like Treadwell, do you? You just don't like him because he's a Viking. That's what it comes down to. I, I th- no, I, I I think he's very bad. I mean, um, him, him and uh, and uh, Perriman can go arm in arm and go dance in, in the uh, land of I yeah. suck. Yeah, you you loved Perriman when he got when he got drafted, and then he fell apart. Well, yeah, because the big thing is like, oh, yes, he's got speed, he's a good route runner, he's, he's got a little bit of a hand problem. We're, we're going to fix that. You didn't fix it. No, no, there's there's no hand problem there. It's just it, it's just never going away. Um, yeah, gr- it, it, um say Griffin would have had a better time catching balls oh, than Perriman. That was cold. That was very cold. <laughs> Cardinals cut Michael Crabtree, um, your favorite receiver. You hated him last year, even though he was a Raven. And you said that when he got signed, he's gonna, he's gonna, he he's gonna have a resurgence. resurgence. He could, he could have a resurgence. I, I mean, you know, and uh, he didn't. Well, he didn't. But you know, my my thing about the uh, the the signing to the Cardinals was that Cardinals don't really have much in terms of depth over there. Maybe maybe he should sign with the Vikings and instead of Pedro. Yeah, I don't think the Vikings would want the ego there. Uh, Mike Zimmer's not a guy for that. That's one thing that I don't like about Crabtree is the ego. Uh, the Patriots did sign QB Cody Kessler. Maybe, maybe, mm. maybe it's Tom Brady's calf injury that they caused him to do that. He's not injured. <laughs> maybe, maybe Cody Kessler's going to start for the Patriots. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe they should just sign um, what's his name, um, Nate Peterman. Oh, uh, well, no, he's hurt. Remember, he's on IR. Can't can't sign him. Got the, he's on IR, Tyler. Yeah, Nate Peterman and IR is probably still better than Treadwell. Uh, I don't know. Nate Peterman. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I wouldn't go that far. Nate Peterman uh, in the John Gruden system is a monster. Um, Colt McCoy returns amid the Case Keenum foot injury. Gruden said that Dwayne Haskins is not ready to be a starter in this league. Do you agree with that sentiment? Yes. I agree with it as well. Now, um... As far as, but is he better than Colt McCoy? Yes. <laughs> so that's the question today, because Colt McCoy is back to be a starter if Keenum can't go. Bear I, that in mind. I'd put Haskins in. Really? You'd make that move, huh? Even though he looked awful in preseason? 
You think Colt McCoy's going to be any better? I, I don't know. I, you never know which, which Colt McCoy. At least he has McCoy. to get the experience. You, you never know which Colt McCoy is going to show up. That's the thing. Because a good one ever showed up. I've seen Colt McCoy show up a couple of times. Also, oh, one in a hundred games, sure. <laughs> God. Colt McCoy has shown up on a number of occasions and actually looked halfway decent. There have been those occasions where Colt McCoy trots out on the field, looks like a good quarterback. Um, he actually looked halfway decent before he snapped his leg in half. <laughs> but I guess that's neither here nor there. He didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't just wake up one day, oh yeah, that'd be a great idea if I just went and snapped well, my leg in half. Oh, I mean, it looked like it got uh, him and, and Alex Smith. It, it just looked like, like if there was ever like... The, uh, uh, like a video of a leg getting dragged under a bus. I mean, that's basically what it was. Just uh, a truck running over a leg and just mangling it. So uh, Colt McCoy is returning. But speaking of the Redskins, they also offer Brandon Scherf a five-year, $13 million per year extension. I like the offer. Uh, Scherf hasn't, expe- uh, hasn't accepted it yet, but uh, it is on the table. Do you like Brandon Scherf? Um being offered that as an offensive lineman, Tyler, $13 million a year. I think he's worth it. Oh, but we've always talked about you protect your quarterback. Yep. You keep him safe, they're worth the money. Yeah, otherwise they'll snap their leg in half. Yeah. Yeah, but Brandon Scherf, uh, he's always been a, a solid part of uh, that, that offensive line. I like that signing or that offer anyway. Um, $13 million a year, nothing to sneeze at. Um, Brandon Scherf, I would sign him and I would offer him that amount of money. I think he's worth every penny. So there's that. Um, we also had, now the Rams, they go out and they sign Ja'Kai Polite. Uh, third round guy, third round linebacker. I had him going in the second, actually, this, this past season. Goes in the third round, goes to the Jets, gets cut by the Jets. Um, shoot, who else did he get picked up by? He got picked up by a few teams, but he ultimately winds up signing on with the Rams. Um, he had a lot of off-the-field problems. He signed with the Chiefs, and then he signed with the Rams. Now, he had a lot of off-the-field issues. Let's just face that fact. Off-field stuff, um, he got fined $100,000 by the league. He had a $1.1 million signing bonus. He got fined $100,000 by the league in his like first couple of weeks with the Jets. I hate, I hate to cut you off on this one, but did you know that in the whole season that Colt McCoy started in, um, in 2011, he didn't have a single game where he had three touchdowns? <laughs> There's a lot of players, a lot of quarterbacks that don't do that. That go through that many games? Like, you're saying that Colt McCoy had decent games. I'm just not seeing it. I mean, oh, he had 350 yards one time, but he only threw one touchdown. 350 yards is a pretty good game. But he threw a touchdown. <laughs> and, and they lost 1331. Oh, yeah. Who, what, he was playing for the Browns, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, see. Come on. Who was playing for the Browns at that point? He was also playing against the bad Titans. I, were the Titans bad at that point? Titans. Was that Jake Locker years? I, easier that or Blaine Gabbert. Oh, my God. Well, they might have been bad. So know. just saying, um, Colt McCoy is never ever. He's just he's just a number on the on the on the Cleveland's quarterback Carol. <laughs> you you just really don't like Colt McCoy. I think Colt McCoy could have been okay. He could have been okay, but he wound up. It was it was. Remember the Browns where they were drafting quarterbacks every single year? Yeah, that's Browns were just they they oh we didn't get immediate success. Let's draft a new quarterback. Oh we didn't get immediate success. Let's draft a new quarterback. Oh we didn't get immediate success. Let's draft a new quarterback. And, and they thought that was the answer, and then they did it and did it and did it and did it, and then they finally found Baker Mayfield, and then they thought they had one, and then now it's going to be, Jerry's oh, out. we didn't get him any success this year. New quarterback. You're going to see it happen. But uh, Ja'Kai Polite, um, I think this guy's a good linebacker. He was good out of college, a uh, good edge rusher. 
Uh, I, I'm surprised that the Jets let him walk. I'm surprised that so many teams, you know, have have brought him on board and dumped him and brought him on board and dumped him. I thought he could have been a starter in this league. I still think he can. Um, but he's now on the Rams practice squad. Are the Rams going to groom him into a starter, do you think? No. I nope. think I think he'll be uh, cut by the end of the month. Wow. Yeah, I think there's something we don't know. You're just you're making hard moves here. In, there's in, something we don't know. There's got to be something. I mean, if he's been cut by two different teams, there's got to be something. A bad Jets defense on who drafts in the third round doesn't yeah. keep him around. Yep. Something's going on. Something's up. So he he did have some sort of off the field issues. I mean, who knows uh, what's going on? But uh, Jakai Polite now with the Rams practice squad, which is kind of interesting. Um, I think he's a much uh, better player than a lot of people give him credit for. Um, we also had, uh, speaking of bad antics, so Tariq Cohen goes out and wins a game against the Washington Redskins with his boys, the Bears, mm-hmm. and then goes on his Snapchat and oh, yeah. <laughs> and posts a video of him in the locker room, and you can see uh, his uh, naked teammate standing there, um, absolutely just in all his glory. Now, he he has since apologized. Does the league find Tariq Cohen for doing such a thing at this no. point? Because it is it's against the league standard. We got to remember that. Is it? It is against the league. He'll rules. probably get a small fine, but it's gonna it's gonna be a slap in the wrist for the most part. Showing showing his his naked buddy standing there. <laughs> you know, just, just remember, remember Don Kelly. Don Kelly. Yeah, I remember Don Kelly. But you know, it's just. Kind of interesting. Very, I, I don't know if it was intentional. Do you think it was no. intentional? He, had, he didn't know. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should know it's a locker room, so it's probably yeah. something changing still. But You probably shouldn't put that in, in your Snapchat. Maybe that's just my opinion. But uh, that is a thing. So we, we did experience that. Um, we would also have, uh, speaking of controversial things going on, Melvin Gordon is expected to end his holdout with the Chargers soon. He could on, be on the field as early as next week. Is Melvin, Bor- Melvin, Borden, Melvin Gordon going to end the holdout time? Well, I mean, if you had your special handy-dandy uh, breaking news thing going. Oh, wait, there's breaking news? There is. Is breaking there breaking news? news? Oh my god! I'll even let you do your thing. Yes. You can find it. You, you have ten seconds from. You about. need gonna... to calm down, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> you need to calm down. I, I, do you remember which one it was? I don't even remember. Which one it was. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Good. I hope it's something new. This and is probably going to be the bad one. Oh, I found it. Yeah, we have breaking news. We'll report to. Chargers tomorrow. Oh, the holdout is over. The holdout's over. Melvin Gordon. Um, so Melvin Gordon coming back to the Chargers. Does this make a huge difference to the Chargers at this point with a team struggling? It gives them a nice two back system. I think having two good backs will make a difference. I mean, Eckler's done a great job of having both of them is gonna is gonna be is gonna mean good things for the team. Will the Chargers win their next game? That's gonna be the question. I don't even know who they play yet. I mean, can he ask me? I mean, can he ask me a question? You're the, supposed to know. Oh, yes, these yeah, no, they're, they're going to win. They're going to win big time. They're playing the Dolphins. <laughs> oh. Oh. But um, Melvin Gordon is not eligible to play this week. Oh, so he earliest he can play is week five. First three weeks of the season, and yeah, he, he so the earliest he can play is week five. Um, that's kind of exciting. 
That's an exciting thing. I, I, the bigger question is, does he get his contract with the Chargers, or does he still get traded? I don't think he gets it. Well, I think he could get his contract with the Chargers. I think there were teams out there that were looking at Melvin Gordon, but I don't think there were enough teams that were interested in Melvin Gordon. You know, like like they were looking at, him, but they weren't interested in giving him the money that he wanted. Um, and, and you know, he was exploring. You know, we remember that the team gave him permission to seek trades. He hasn't found anything, and, and here yep. he is back. Yep. So, and I'll come back. Yeah. Well, well maybe I'll take your your contract. I, I think they're going to give him a big contract. They I just, turned down 10. Yep. He, he's, they're going to give him the, the – They'll get 12. Yeah, they'll give him 12. You know, oh, welcome back, Melvin. Thank you so much. Here you go. Um, but if, if he gets, and I, I don't like the idea of him holding out, you know, we, we were talking about this. I don't like the idea of him holding out with, with two years left on his deal, but yeah, eh, you know, well, no, he actually has one year left on his deal next year. In, um, it's, it's freaking Elliot. They had the two, two more. It's like, come yeah. on. So, I mean, Melvin Gordon, I, I think he'll get re-signed if, if, even if he doesn't, he goes to free agency and somebody will pay the money. Yeah. Somebody will pay him, uh, pay the man. Um, now, uh, well, thank you for the breaking news, Tyler. I appreciate the breaking news stuff. <laughs> no problem. I, I love it. Um, Seahawks, trading, they trade uh, tight end Nick Vanette to the Steelers for particularly no reason at all. For a 2025th rounder, Steelers have Vance McDonald over there who has underperformed, but I understand that they, they probably are missing Jesse James who went to the Lions. They have no receivers. I think this is more giving them a, a, a maybe do a two tight end set to, to, to take pressure off the receivers because James Washington's not performed. Moncrief hasn't performed. Nobody's performed. No. Smith Schuster's been questionable. But, I mean, it's, it's because everyone's watching him. He, he can only do so much of being triple coverage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Vanette's going to offer him that big bolster. I, I call it the AJ Green syndrome. Yeah. yeah maybe. And there's no one there. It's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about it is, is you get uh, a guy who really. Eh, he's been okay, Manette. Eh, I mean he's he, okay. It's a body, I guess. I I don't really understand why you would give up, you know, even a fifth rounder for that. I I just feel like it's a waste of time, waste of time. In the meantime, the Seahawks go and they they pick up Luke Wilson mm-hmm. as their tight end, a familiar face. He's been around the Seahawks uh, before, so starting a lot of know. movies too. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> it's unreal. Uh, Luke Wilson comes back to the the Seahawks and and he knows the system he knows the Pete Carroll system so he he could actually uh, pick right where he left off in Seattle there so that that could uh, be good for him. Um, Chris Godwin, Ryan Jensen both did not practice. Chris Godwin with a hip injury, Ryan Jensen with a back injury. Um, both guys sitting out. How bad does this hurt the Bucks going into this weekend? It can't get much worse. <laughs> wow. Wow, you're you're such an optimist. You're like a Debbie Downer. <laughs> um, they're they're taking on the Rams too, so that, yeah, that one's gonna matter. hurt. That one's gonna hurt. Um, you know the Rams defense is obviously still nothing to write home about, other than Aaron Donald. Um, <sighs> Chris Godwin, I think, will hurt him, but I think uh, the Ryan Jensen thing hurts him more because of the fact that you have to be able to watch Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. and uh, he's not going to be able to if he's not on the field. So. There's that problem. Uh, Cam Newton has been ruled out for week four. There's no timetable for his return. He's going to continue to miss games. This is something we knew, so mm. not a surprise there. It's not a surprise, but it's it, the fact that there's no timetable for his return is concerning. But at the same time, for the Panthers, they've got the quarterback chucking the ball over there. Four touchdowns. 
Won the first game. Yeah, won the first game with them. I mean, you, you, so if you're the, the Carolina Panthers, are you concerned, um, you know, since you got Kyle Allen on the field? And he's playing. He's the hot hand. I, I think right now that they're, they're okay. Yeah, I mean, it's that's an interesting thing. Um, Elshon Jeffrey, he is coming back. He, he's going to be playing Sunday against the Packers. Deshaun Jackson, however, is still out. Um, are you uh, very? How happy are you to see Alshon Jeffrey back on the field? If you're an Eagle fan, I mean it helps. But now you lost Deshaun, who's been who's been a little hot too. Mm -hmm. So you lose you lose one and gain another. It's well, Deshaun wasn't wasn't in uh, last time, and uh, you know now he's um, he'll be good. But at least they'll have they'll have the the sizable guy. They'll, yeah, you know they'll have that size receiver that they've been needing. I mean, thought or sake of Whiteside, I, I thought he could have a game last week, and he didn't. And uh, last but not least, the Broncos cornerback Bryce Callahan, he's set to miss an additional four to six weeks. Uh, he's on in possible injured reserve. Um, it, it's still an option following a foot procedure. The Broncos already having a hard time winning football games. Missing Bryce Callahan is going to be a huge hit for them. Quoting Emmanuel Sanders, we're living in the world of suck right now. <laughs> that's the, is that the word he yeah, used? that's what he used. I'm living in the world of he suck. Said, he said we. He said we. we. Well, at least he, he you know, made it a we thing. Yeah. You know, it was, at least it was a, a, still a team-building exercise there. <laughs> They're all living in the world of suck together. They're throwing a beach ball around the house. And, all right, when you catch, you got to talk about how, how we're sucking this week. <laughs> Living in a world of suck. And uh, now, Tyler, it's time to uh, get down to our last bit of business. It is time for our predictions for week four of the NFL, um, starting with Thursday so, Night Football. So the first week, I, I, I left you get a two-point, two-game lead just to kind of uh -huh. give you a little bit of a handicap. Oh, I appreciate um, that. But now... You, you gave it to me. Huh? We're tied. Yep, yep, we are tied. Um, I don't got the official number. I think it's some um, like twenty six or something. But I, I I wrote it down. I forgot to bring it in. But see, we're tied. See, look at this. It's Bush, Tyler. Bush Lee. <laughs> um. So first of all, Thursday night football, Green Bay and Philadelphia. I'm going with Green Bay. I'm taking Packers as well. Uh, yep. Philadelphia falling apart. I think they are an absolute uh, mess right now. I don't think Philadelphia looks any bit of the uh, team they looked like the last couple of years. Um, Green Bay looking weirdly good. I don't know. They're taking on a, another group of nobodies from going Green Bay. Uh, next up, Sunday, yeah, Atlanta versus Tennessee. I'm going to go with Tennessee on this one. I'm taking Atlanta. Yeah, taking that Atlanta offense. It's looked bad, but Tennessee <laughs> lost to a backup quarterback. So. Yeah, Tennessee, I mean, they're both kind of hit or miss right now, so mm -hmm. it's a, a coin flip on that one. Uh, next up, you're going with Baltimore versus Cleveland. I'm going with Baltimore. Got to go Cleveland's with the still stagnant. Um, Baltimore, while not in a uh, super impressive game, still yeah. look pretty good. I'm going to take my Ravens as well. Yeah, got to go with the Ravens on that one. Um, up next, you got New England versus Buffalo. Two 3-0 teams. Now, Buffalo hasn't taken on anybody spectacular. New England's still hot. I'm going to go with New England on this one. I think the Buffalo's parade ends this week. I'm taking New England as well. Yeah, New England is going to keep them alive. Next up, you got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. I am going with Chiefs the Chiefs over the lie downs. Um, Chiefs are... are in my opinion, the hottest team in the NFL right now. Absolutely. Uh, next up, you got the Houston Texans versus the Carolina Panthers. In spite of the hot week, I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. I'm taking the Texans as well. Uh, the Texans' defense is, uh, is 
good defense, but Deshaun Watson is the more seasoned quarterback. Uh, next up, you got the Oakland Raiders and the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going with the Colts. Good game, it could be. I'm, I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going with the Colts. Jacoby Brissett's been too good. Brissett's been good. Max has been good. Hilton's been good. They've, they've been doing good things. It's, it's interesting to see how they're putting it together in spite of losing Andrew Luck. Last minute. Yes. So uh, it's, it's pretty interesting to see. Uh, next up. In your game of the week. Oh, God. Wash the toilet. How many points will the Dolphins lose by this week? Yeah, it's the Chargers versus Miami. Chargers are not looking like the Chargers of old. I'm still going with the Chargers. But uh, it's it's going to be a low-scoring game, I think. I don't... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Miami a little bit of a... Uh support it for a second. Everyone's talking about how they're the worst team in history. They yep. still very much are, could be are more than likely. Yeah. But look at the three teams they face in the first few weeks. Oh, it's been Ravens, rough. Patriots, Cowboys. Yeah. It's been it, so they they they're they're hitting and realistically Chargers are a big bopper team they want to be. They they got a on the schedule going in like this is a rough set of games for the Dolphins even with living in the world suck like the Broncos. Yeah, or even with the Chargers falling apart. I mean, they, they, the Dolphins, um, you know, they, they need a little bit of love, so I appreciate you giving them the love. But This is my um, negative Nancy this all day. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one. I, I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind. Uh, next up, actually kind of a tough one, the Washington Redskins versus New York Giants. I'm going Giants. I'm going to ride the Daniel Jones hot streak. Yeah, I'm, I, Jan, Daniel Jones is going to get hot. I, I'm going with the Giants on this one. Uh, next up, you got the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going with the Seahawks. Got to go with the Seahawks on this one. Um, Russell Wilson, too damn good. I don't think the Arizona Cardinals can pull it off. Oh, you're, yeah, you're going to go with those cards? The fact that and Russell just got punched. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Seahawks. <laughs> I thought about it though. Oh, I thought I could get you to do it. Um, next up, you got the Rams and the Bucks. I'm going with the Rams. Rams as well. Got to go with the Rams on that one. I don't think the Bucks stand a chance. Um, next up, this one is probably your game of the week, or one of your games of the week. The Vikings and the Bears. Um, both teams' defenses playing hot. Both teams' offenses kind of questionable. Vikings' running offense is very good. Chicago's offense has been non-existent. Mitchell Trubisky has been regressing. Kirk Cousins has been regressing. Um... And this one, I'm, I'm going to go with the Vikings. And I'm going to say that the... the well, they, Vi- they could face the Chiefs and pick the Vikings. No, no, I wouldn't say that. But I'm going to go with the Vikings over the Bears on this one. Um, I, I've been burned by this in the past, but I, I've got to take that shot in the dark and, and hope that they do what they're supposed to do and get that running game, that zone run game going well. Cousins has me shaky right now, and I'm, yep. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna pick the better defense in this game to get the win here. And right now, that's obviously the Bears. The Bears are a phenomenal defense right now. Better defense. Bears are the better defense. Bears might be the best defense in the league right now. I mean, great defense. They're great. Um, the Vikings. Uh, I, th- I think right now, because of the way Mitchell Trubisky is regressing, and and you know, Kirk Cousins is is not playing. Great ball. He's playing very game managerish ball. Um, Trubisky has regressed hard, and things have been figured out. No, I'm going Vikings. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving a nine. No, no, I'm just saying. I just I, I gotta go Vikings here. I gotta give him a shot. Uh, next up, you got the uh, Jags and the Broncos. And they're both kind of in a world of suck right now. The Denver Denver's more in a world of suck. I'm going with the Jags. 
I don't think Joe Flacco gets it done. This might, I, um, my soft spot might make me pay for this one. But I'm going to take the Broncos. <laughs> I hope you pay. I hope you pay. I'm going with that Minshew mania. <laughs> Next up, you got the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints. I'm going with the Cowboys. I don't buy Terry uh, Bridgewater. Right this now. would be your game of the week if we're talking a Drew Brees-driven Saints. Right. Um, but I'm also going with the Cowboys because of which. Um, yep. That's. I think I think we're gonna get it done. Dak's been having a great year. Yep. And uh, Monday Night Football, probably the worst game of the week. Two zero and threes. Pittsburgh is dying, and Bengals have been dead for two years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead, and uh, uh, to be honest with you, I'm. I'm this is like it, this is an easy one. It, what do you mean it's an easy it's one? Steelers. This is like picking between a giant douche and a turd sandwich. Miami might beat Cincy. Oh, yeah. No, Cincy's in in the world of dead. They're they're both in the world of suck. I'll go Steelers. I think Mason Rudolph will finally get his first win of the year. That's a toilet bowl game for a Monday night football game. Wow. And they even knew that since, like, even on the assumption that Steelers would be good, because a lot of people thought they were. Um, Bengals? We knew what they were going to be. Stick them on Thursday. Wait, why not? Why not Minnesota and Bears? Why not Dallas and Saints? Because that would be too fun. <laughs> watch both those teams like put up like five hundred yards each. Just watch them just light the world well, on fire. Well, yeah, they have no defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's so bad. And those are your predictions. For week four and you wanted of the back. season. Yeah, of course I wanted you back. I missed you. Um, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for the show today. Tyler, welcome back. It was good seeing you. It was good having you back. I, I think you just like my, 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 my grumpy predictions and yeah, you're, being harsh on teams. You're, you were a Debbie Downer today. <laughs> you were. I mean, I, golly, man. It was a rough day for old Tyler. There. When you, you suck, you suck. It sucks to suck, nerd. Um, but uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and uh, sign off here. Just wanted to give a quick shout-out to uh, our boy, Alex Steele. Thank you so much for chiming in. I appreciate it. Um, he'll be back. Uh, Talk do- about a real team next time. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you know what? He he made some very compelling points. Well, yeah. yeah. I've been making these same points for a year and a half. jeez. Oh, and that's because you're a state fan. Don't don't let your bias hey, just overtake. These, the only difference between me and you guys is I know my team sucks. You guys just found out. <laughs> and uh, the uh, I, I want to give a quick shout out to Paul Crum. Paul Crum has been helping me out a lot, getting me a lot of my sound bites. I wanted to give a shout out to him. And last but not least, our sponsor. It's your time massage, Tyler. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe you need a massage. Maybe maybe you need a massage. You should go to it's your time massage. Get one. Amanda's tremendous. Hopefully everybody uh, gets out there. You can check her out at IYTMassage.com or you can check her out on Facebook at It's Your Time Massage. You can book right online there um, and uh, get yourself some of the most amazing massages in the world. Yeah. Swedish, deep tissue. It's wonderful. CBD. You ever have a CBD massage? Those things are amazing. Come on. No, no, it's amazing. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we will see you uh, next week right here on the Outside Blitz. Join us soon on the Outside Blitz, and be sure to follow on Facebook at facebook.com backslash the Outside Blitz, and feel free to email us questions at theoutsideblitz at gmail.com.